Sirius XM. <laughs> Anywhere, everywhere. Fucking Howard Stern. Hey now. Oh, I don't know hey where now. to begin. Hey now. Hey now. I was just asking some of the boys who work on this show, how many hours do you spend on the weekend watching football? And it is a lot of investment in time. I am so glad that I am not into football at all. I couldn't tell you what one team is up to. I couldn't tell you where any rankings of these teams are. And I saved so much time. Hey, where's Robin? What happened to her? She, we did a mic check with her earlier, and she was there, and... Now she's not, and we don't know where she is. I mean, I mean, maybe she had a pish. Probably had a pish, or maybe worse, duty, duty. Oy vey. Oh, Gary, what you were saying is you watched football for at least seven hours yesterday, and I just go, thank God I don't watch football because (laughs) seven hours. I don't have the time. I got so many things I want to do. Seven hours. So I started at noon. Uh, watching the pregame stuff, right? See what players yeah. are out, which players are hurt. Then the jet game started at one, probably ended at about four forty-five, and then that by that time, the second How'd game they do? started. Uh, it was they played a really good team. They played well, but they lost. And, well, yeah, that's the usual. They're still story. they're still in playoff contention, though. They're still like if the if the season ended today, they'd be in the playoffs. Then wow. the giant game was on. The Giants tied. That kind of sucked. And then the second game starts. And then when the second game starts, I start doing, like, I can do stuff. I can answer emails or, or any of that stuff. And then we have dinner, move to the kitchen. I turn that TV on to watch the Red Zone channel. Yeah. Because uh, Kansas City was playing the Bengals. And then everything's done by, like, a little after 7, 7.15. And then Mary and I will watch something, you know, like a show. But when I go in to go to sleep, the um, the NBC game is on. The 8.15 too much. game started. Do you ever get annoyed? Do you ever say... Oh, you know, I, I, no, it's too much. No, it's not totally enjoyable. Wow. It's just, I, there's so many things to do in the day. And Howard, I don't watch college football. I watch some, but I'm, do you exercise like when, when these games are on at all? Do you, or do you just, I make sure I, I, um, I get that done earlier in the morning. So I did my exercise like from 830 to 930. So I, so I can be ready to watch the game. Wow. And do you watch, when you're watching, do you eat a lot of food? Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Oh yeah, yeah sitting all day. there eating. Yeah, all day. <laughs> what are you eating? Uh, you know, I had chicken, but it, everything you eat everything in front of the TV. You know what I mean? I had yeah, some barbecue I mean. chicken and, and go, uh, go ahead. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, and you know, like uh, I always stop by the cabinet to grab some chocolate. Chocolate. Right. See, that's the problem. But I don't. All drink. right. Where were you? Robin started the show. Uh, an empty seat. I. Fish? I, I I um I Fish. took some time to vent about some things that are going on in my life with the person who helps me uh check the equipment in the morning and that set me back in my routine of getting all my stuff together so I can be on the air. You like you were using one of the workers here to to uh to be placed psychiatrist so you could uh, yell well, about stuff. I just stuff? needed to vent. Yes, I needed I, to. I wish you'd done that with tell. me on the air somebody that i can't prove who i am to anybody anymore and i you know i spend all my time doing that instead of the things i actually need to do you're spending a lot of your time trying to prove that you're robbing quivers to people wow 
What do you mean? Uh, if you don't mind me well, diving I told into you, this. I told you one story where I had to get some, I wanted my discharge papers. And I'm not going to oh. tell you how I found the information. But they were demanding I answer these questions that were from 50 years ago. And I couldn't answer them. And I looked somewhere and found the information and then I, you know, but this takes days, you know, phone calls and different people you have to so, go through and answer these questions. And I'm still doing it. Let me ask you a question. So instead of being on the air with me, do you ever look at your watch and go, geez, I know I'm supposed to be on the air, but to start the show, but I have to finish venting to the, to the, uh, who, 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 who to the, to the guy Griff. who helped you? Yeah, I was the like, Griff. Oh. Uh, he, you know, we always just have a little small talk. While we're checking the equipment. I see. And so Griff I just did said, a show you know, with you. After the show today, I have to get in my car and go somewhere and literally show up to show that it's me. Jeez. Does Griff, say, does Griff get nervous and say, Robin, you're supposed to be on the air and you just... Well, every once in, such in a while, a... if I do this, yeah. he'll say, well, you know, it's almost time to do a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta learn how to cut it off. Look, this, how many times has this happened? But it's no. all because these people keep <laughs> nudging me. Well, I needed you and you were, uh, busy venting to Griff. I mean, uh. I don't have time to work. I need to go to different establishments and just show up and say, look, here's my passport, here's my face. By the it's way, me. Robin and, and Griff. We'll be doing a show together uh, that we record, we secretly recorded, and you'll be able to hear that soon, the Robin and Griff show. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I've never thought to vent to Griff. I've been working with him for a long time and a uh, nice guy, but uh, I never have really laid out my uh, agenda or personal problems well, to Griff. Well, when I think Good about what I have to do, and instead of right. doing that, I'm going to be in a car getting to Manhattan after the show today. It pisses me off and i that's just, life. Like, had to get it off my chest that's life and i tell you what i get annoyed too because i've been trying to approve i've been trying to prove who i am to the bank where my father did you know it, it's it's because yeah. my father died and i gotta you know it's it's a lot to it's a lot of busy work it seems but you know this is all to avoid fraud i gotta tell you a crazy story you talk about fraud my wife was um she was on Facebook and she never buys anything off Facebook, but there was an ad on Facebook for a dress that had cats all over it. And she looked oh, at it yeah. and it was from China and it was like 19 bucks. Can you imagine? And she said, this would be fun. So I'll take a picture of it for my Instagram with, you know, with me in it, with her, not me, her in it. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, it'll be good for, you know, getting cats adopted sure. and it's kind of cute dress and everything. So. She, um, she, uh, you know, she bought it online, never got the dress. About a couple of weeks later, we get a call from the credit card company. Uh, we think there's a fraudulent, uh, charge being put on your card. Sure enough, well, well how do I get my wife's information? It's a, a scam they run on Facebook. Uh, so now, because, you know, and my wife said, well, I'll never buy anything from Facebook again. And I go, of course not. But uh, who would know this? There is so many scams that even though you get annoyed, Robin, I know with, with having to prove who you are. And even if I could get annoyed because I think a bank should know who I am, I kind of respect the attention that someone is paying because there is so much fraud out there. 
there is so many there are so many dishonest people t- attempted to commit fraud that th- the world has to be buttoned down where's the Griff? only I need people to, but but yes, the thing I, is, robin the i need to unload on griff I, I, i'm not right, gonna unload on you only I, people who can't you, prove who they are are the actual people the well, others are are stealing your identity and they're having no problem well, well i don't know that they're not having a problem but hopefully somebody will track them down and arrest them but they, who knows who knows but this is what's going on you know somebody was asking me about um and i don't know a thing about this you know the the railroads almost went on uh, yeah, <clears throat> they almost on went strike. on strike it was averted but thank God, because our economy doesn't need a railroad strike. It would be very bad for the country. But uh, people said to me, what is the big deal about giving people six six days paid leave? And the answer is there's nothing. You know, if sick days they're talking about, this is right. the issue. The rail workers said, look, if we get sick, if we get COVID and we miss five days of work. We're not getting paid. Hey, come on, give us a break. We're working hard over here. And you can't argue with that kind of logic. Nope. It seems, you know, you go, that's a no brainer. These people deserve six, six, sick days a year. But I was sitting and thinking about the scamming that goes on at companies. And this is what ruins it for honest, good people. People who go, hey, I get six sick days. I'll just pretend I'm sick. That's like more vacation. I'll take those days. Yeah, that's right. They don't use them as sick days. That's what I think, you know, companies always are worried about by giving benefits and things. They worry. They go, gee, will people abuse this thing? It's being set up in the best of intentions. It's the same thing with I know some people who scam the system. A system in our country was set up. If you get fired. Uh, you can, or you resign from a job under certain circumstances for health reasons, you can get three months out of the government to pay you. You know, there's a, there's a system set up so that people don't, especially with families, don't get caught up in uh, getting thrown out of their homes. They can't make money. They, for whatever reason, they're suddenly their income is stopped. It's a beautiful system and it's a good system and we help our brothers and sisters. But people abuse it. What they do is they get a job for a month or two and then they go, I'm having uh, PTSD. But they don't have anything wrong. They find a, you know, something like a chiropractor to write them a note. And uh, they go. Uh, doctors do this, too. Don't absolve regular MDs. There are doctors who will do this, too. OK, you name it. They all do. And people get uh, a letter and they scam the system. And in other words, they could work. But they want to have three months vacation on the government's dime. And you can say, ah, what's the big deal? The big deal is enough people do it. They ruin the system for those people yeah, who are really. This is not really... a victimless crime. That's, you That's know, right. like, oh, the insurance company is paying for. Oh, the government's. These are not victimless crimes. And Facebook has to monitor who is selling items on their service. I know everybody wants to have the Wild West, you know. Facebook would have to spend money to screen all the advertisers on their service. Nobody wants to do it. Listen, years ago, I was going to run. I told you before there was all the social media on the Internet, I was going to have the Howard Stern bulletin board. I had it for a couple of months. It was a nightmare. I used to lay awake at night going, 
How do I know all my fans are being honest with each other? How do I know someone's not going to scam someone? How do I know someone's not going to put out Nazi propaganda? How do I know? And I shut the thing down because I have a <laughs> sense of responsibility for crying out loud. I said, yeah, this could be really great. This could bring a lot of my listeners together. But fuck it. I mean, uh, Facebook doesn't even fact check presidential candidates. I mean, it's crazy. You know, in the same way, you know, I hate to bring up Kanye West. You know, if anything, this guy is so ill. He he loves Nazis. I guess he doesn't know he's black. He doesn't understand what Hitler thought of Jews, black people. He had he thought they were all inferior. He he wanted to sterilize black people. And if there was a mixed race baby, a black man with a white woman, for let's say, like he like Kanye and Kim, he would kill the children. He didn't want the, the, the they, he would call them mongrel races. And for this a black man to be running around. At saying he loves Hitler, I mean, you can almost just feel like, oh, they, what happened to this guy? What in his life led him to this kind of mental illness? Well, I mean, you know, Howard, I talked to some people in the psychiatric industry. What'd they say? Uh, a while back, trying to uh, get that kind of racism declared a mental illness. And what I was told by the few people I talked to was that the psychiatric industry or organization, whatever it is, profession, does not consider normal behavior mentally, mental illness. So essentially what they were saying, there's so much racism, it's normal. Ooh, and I'm like, wow. that is just stupid. You see people hurting themselves, hurting each other, and you won't figure out how to treat it. And prevent it and clean it out of society before it kills all of us? That's like doctors who are cardiac doctors not treating the symptoms or the things that can lead to a heart attack and never warning you about them. It's crazy. But this goes on and the psychiatric uh, community says we can't do anything about it. So uh, Trump's Trump's dinner buddy, Kanye, cranked up the anti-Semitism to an 11, uh, saying he's done seeing the bad things about Hitler. He went on um, <laughs> Alex Jones. Al, when Alex, Alex Jones, is, Jones. Alex Jones was trying to help the guy out. You know, Alex Jones was trying to stop him. <laughs> well, if you yeah. got Alex Jones nervous, yeah, you're in well, the, it was pretty funny. Anyway, so um, here he is. Uh, he's sick and tired of people seeing bad shit about Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I I see I I see good things about Hitler. Also, the Jew. I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us. And you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts. And you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But pornography. this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table. 
especially Hitler. Especially he sounds, Hitler. He sounds muffled because uh, he has a hood covering his entire face, a black hood. As they Why said on Saturday that? night, they said on Saturday Night Live, he should—he was wearing the wrong color hood. He should have been wearing a white hood. But um, it is. But why it is, is he a very wearing weird... any kind of hood? I don't He's know. saying he who he is while he sits there. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I, you know, I could give you a psychological theory that I'm sure I'm not the only one that thinks that maybe he hates being black so much. He's so self-hating. He does. He wants to wear a hood and pretend he's a white man, a white well, man in the Nazi ex- party. We can we can talk to our expert in this area and see if she understands what Kanye's up to. Who's your expert? Crazy Alice. Oh, well, <laughs> well maybe maybe he, you know, in a weird way, despises being black and wants to be accepted by Nazis. Well, that's and wants not to be happen. a white. It can't no, happen. I, well, that's what crazy is, you know. You maybe he thinks if he wished, like Pinocchio wished and wished that he'd be a real boy, and he turned into one. And then uh, Alex Jones kept trying to throw him a life preserver, and Kanye would just slap it away. I mean, he just went, kept going and going and going. I mean, you listen to this; it's a montage of Alex trying to help this dude out, and he just uh, he can't deal with this. Was this a is a first. I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the uh, the Hugo Boss uniforms, amazing. Uh, but I mean, just because you're in love with the design, you're a designer. Can we just kind of say, like, you like the, the you like the uniforms? But that's about no, it. No, we we no. I, there, there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. The most Nazi-like activities I've seen, um, and, and the Nazis, in my view, were thugs that shook people down did a lot of really bad things. But they did good things too. We're gonna stop dissing the Nazis all the time. Okay. I don't, I don't like the word evil next to Nazis. I think we need to look at. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just because you don't like one group doesn't mean the other. But look, I fine. love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I have to disagree with that. Anyway, it's a weird uh, thing going on that uh, well, I, I can't explain. I just wonder what Dave Chappelle is saying about Kanye now. Uh, I don't know. I don't care what Dave Chappelle said. I know. I care what I'm saying about him. No, I'm it's, just saying he de- sort of defended him on Saturday Night Live a few weeks ago with the first statements. Yes. I don't know. I don't look towards Dave Chappelle to. Uh, I'm uh, simply saying, you know, everybody talks about how well thought out Dave Chappelle is. And, you know, when he says something, it really resonates with you. I wonder what he's saying now. Just to set the facts straight about, since I know something about microphones, um, the what what I think in his convoluted logic, Kanye West is saying is he's talking about the Neumann microphone, which is a very fine microphone, which was invented in Germany. Uh, Hitler didn't invent it. I was going to say, I never knew Hitler invented anything except race. uh, uh, What Hitler... What Hitler did was uh, he talked into a microphone and gave some of the most <laughs> horrific speeches ever. He gave many speeches using a Neumann bottle microphone, but he didn't invent it. The, the Neumann microphone was invented by a guy named George Neumann, whose uh, wife was Jewish and had to shield his wife from the Nazis in the 30s and 40s. Otherwise, they would have killed her. And... Um, you know, I don't know what set this guy Kanye West off. I think it was Pete Davidson's penis when he was fucking um, uh, Kim. And he just went berserk. 
He couldn't. He couldn't compete. But you know, at Howard, being a nurse, you work in all kinds of uh, different kinds of units, and you have to do a psych uh, e- eval, right? Yeah. And um, this is what you'd hear walking through the hall. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it before. I've seen this before. But um, and then the other reference to Hugo Boss is something about the founder of Hugo Boss being a it's member the- of the Nazis. Right, it was the yeah. design of the uniform. Some major designer did the uniforms. All I know is uh, Kanye was making Alex Jones seem like a bleeding heart liberal. <laughs> you know what I, I never mean? heard but, Alex make so much mm. sense. This was ridiculous. I don't know. This was bad in so many ways. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, it was pretty fucking crazy, all the stuff I was reading and hearing about. And uh, Hold on one second, please. Oh, look who it is. Uh, Alex Jones and Kanye West are here. Uh, thank oh you, goodness. fellas. Together again? Together, yeah. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Good morning, Howard. Listen, I do want to say, listen, Kanye, Kanye made some comments. Kanye's here with me this morning. He made some comments. I don't agree with all of them. He made some good points about Hugo Boss, the reptilians, Chicom, Satanists, and everything. But all in all, it was a two-hour fabulous conversation, and I am proud to announce this morning here on your show that my Kanye West interview will be available on Prison Planet Max the Sunday <laughs> after Christmas. The holiday gift for everybody. It's going to reach a wider audience. Let, let me say you're yep. making fun of the fact that my Bruce Springsteen interview aired on HBO. I understand what you're doing there, but I'd like to say something to Kanye. Well, Kanye, what are you doing here? Yo, first, first of all, good morning, Howard Stern. How, yes. how, how you feeling, fam? You good? Uh, I'm good. I mean, not, I mean, I'm angry with you, but, but, but I mean, come on. Oh, you angry with me? Let me guess what you gonna say. That I can't love Hitler. That I can't love the man who invented highways and spacecrafts. That Hitler only did bad things. I already got you figured out, right? <laughs> I understand right, Hugo right. Boss. I understand you talking about Hugo Boss. They're fabulous, but I don't know if we should get into the, the Jewish stuff. I don't, I don't like that. Infowars.com. Uh, thank you, Alex, and thank you, Kanye, for being here. But Kanye, you have to admit it. It's weird for you as a black man to be supporting Hitler. He hated black people too. Oh, oh, oh! So what you think? Because I'm black, that means I can't be a white supremacist. That, that's the mm-hmm. real racism, Howard Stern. <laughs> I already won at being black in America. I recorded the hottest rap. I made the dopest shoes. I fucked the biggest, bootiest bitches. Now I'm going to be the greatest Nazi of all time. Hiyo Hitler. Say it with me, Howard Stern. Hiyo Hitler. Hiyo Uh, Hitler. No, I'm not going to say that. Say it Um, with me, Alex Jones. Hiyo Hitler. uh, Hiyo Hitler. I I don't know if I'm going to say that. Uh, Hold hold on one second. Kanye, cover your ears. I want to talk to Howard. Listen, Howard. I don't hate yes. the Jews. I got no problem. I had Kanye on my show. I just wanted to talk about some lighter stuff, you know, 9-11, some school shootings, some pedophile cults. But listen, I got to have this guy on. He's pushing a lot of X2 supplements for me. I'm going to break a billion dollars here. I got, I'm in the hole, 1.4 billion. They're coming after me worse than Bolsonaro in Brazil. They're coming after me worse than FBI came after Trump. You I'll tell understand. you what. 
I'll tell you what, Alex, at least you admit you had him on for the money. You know what I mean? I know you're uh, out a billion dollars. Kanye's out a billion dollars. Between the two of you, that's two billion dollars. You got to sell a lot of product, don't you? I got Soros after me. I got Bloomberg after me. I got Klaus Schwab after me. They got moles inside everywhere financing operations after us. That's why we need your money at Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Excuse me one minute, Alex Jones and Kanye. Oh, boy. Look who it is. Donald Trump's here now. Hi, Donald. It's me, Kanye. You're a loser. Stop trying to get into politics. Go back to writing your awful albums about your dead mom. You're horrible. Wait, wait a minute. Yo, yo, this motherfucker. I'm a genius. How you gonna run genius. from a genius, huh? How you gonna do that, President Trump? Yo, yo, you, you acting just like him, fam. Y'all bitches ain't loyal. I bet you're gonna fuck Skeet Davidson next time, Donald let, Trump. Let me, let me hop in here, Kanye. Skeet Davidson. I tell you something, Mr. Trump. I am disappointed in you. I supported you. Oh, I stood Jesus by you. Christ. I stood on January 6th by you. I supported you even when you said you were going to put the 5G microchip in us. I, I still supported you. And now you don't return my calls. I don't go to Mar-a-Lago. Shame on you. You're a filthy snake oil salesman. Scum. Howard, you have both of these Shame morons on. on. Alex, you're a loser, too. Go sell another food bucket if you haven't eaten all of them. Fatty, tubby, fat, well, fat. They're my products. I'll eat what I want. Let me tell you wow, what's happening man. here. In my opinion, all you guys are fighting with each other, and that's probably a, a good thing. And and Conway, Kanye or Conway or whatever your name Conway. is. Conway. Kanye. <laughs> it's, Conway. It's gay. It's yeah, gay, Howard Stern. Now, Conway, you're still running for office in 2024. Is that correct? You're actually talking about that? That's right. And I asked Donald Trump to be my vice president, fam, but he acting a damn fool. Kanye, you're a loser, okay? I don't play second banana to anybody. And I'm not saying banana in the racial way. Yo, yo, <laughs> I'd be the best of all of the presidents, fam. I'm like Washington if he had teeth. I'm like Lincoln if he was bulletproof. And George Bush if he cared about black people. Denounce 5G, Trump. Denounce the 5G. Denounce the consortium of corporations with Obama. Denounce the remnants of the British Empire that developed Wait COVID-19. A second. Wait, Denounce okay. them. Okay. Denounce right. them. Guys, Denounce guys. them. Denounce them. Switch to I don't even know. Mr. Trump, uh, Kanye, Alex, let me, yeah. let me say something, yeah. okay? Yeah. Yeah. If you okay. guys Go want ahead. to, let's have a presidential debate, all right? Convince me now and the other voters listening. We're going to start with you, Kanye. I'm going to start with the economic crisis. It's raging. What would you yep. do? Oh, that's easy for me. No more Jews. Boom. Done. Next question. Oh, God. Say, this is what I'm talking about. You can't blame the Jews for the economy out loud. I told him this. <laughs> All right, Donald. Out what loud. if North out loud? Right. Donald, what if North Korea launches a missile strike? Well, listen, it's never going to happen. All of our enemies, they love me. They love me, Putin, Jing, and, of course, the sweet, sweet Kim Jong-un. But Kanye's not so good with the Kims. I've been saying this for a long time. Wow, yo, that's cold, Donald Trump. That's cold. My wife Kim is coming back. Once you realize that she's under Jew mind control. Listen, let me, let me hop in here because all, all the Jew hate is really starting to bump me out. I want to lighten the mood here with you guys this morning. How about we play a little game together? What do you all say, right. Howard? Do you want to play? Uh, I'll say that. Yeah, you cool. know what, Alex? I yeah, agree with you. Yeah. We, uh, we should cool. play a game and lighten the mood because all this is crazy. It's the crisis actor game. 
Everybody loves the crisis actor game. Well, if you don't know the rules, I'm going to play a clip of a crying parent. And you guess, is it a real tragedy or a crisis actor casted by George Soros? All right. Here we go. All right. Here is the clip. Listen very closely. Here's the clip. Now, Kanye, was that real or a crisis actor hired by George Soros to do a uh, false flag vision. That is a greedy Jewish crisis actor, fam. No, I'm sorry, Jewish. Uh, Donald Trump, real or crisis actor? Well, I'm going to say probably a crisis actor planted by Sleepy Joe. By Sleepy Joe. And let's see, crisis actor. They both win, don't they, Alex? They both win Alpha X fiberglass, cleanse filled with fiberglass, turmeric, zinc, and petroleum. You take this Alpha X cleanse, it'll clean you out like pipe cleaner. Get past the first six days of sweat and fingernail loss. You will have energy for the rest of your life. Eyesight like you've never had before. And a sense of smell to die for. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Genius. I'll tell you what, I have my doubts, but that was actually fun. Uh, Okay, well, look, (laughs) I want to first of all thank all of you gentlemen for coming on. Uh, As much as I disagree with you, Kanye, or Donald, or Alex, for that matter, I'll allow you each a final statement. Kanye, go ahead. Well, first of all, Howard Stern, like... That, that's the thing about it. You agree to disagree. We could we could agree to disagree, fam, and you still have me on the show. You know what I'm saying? Freedom you know, of speech. I understand free, that, Kanye. Free speech. That's that's the problem. Trying to take away freedom of speech. So that's why I'm glad that you had me on the show, Howard, because you don't agree with me, but you still allowed me the freedom to speech, bro. That's all America. That's what America is all about. And don't don't get too cozy with them because I, I love having you on Infowars.com. Infowars.com. <laughs> I don't want to be in competition. Don't lose guest. <laughs> Kanye, do you want to make a final statement about your political campaign or anything? I'll give you the opportunity. Yes, yes, fam. Yo, vote yay twenty twenty four. Make America white again. All right, and uh, Donald, any what? Mr. Make Trump, make America well, white listen, again by electing Kanye. Okay. Yeah, make America white again. Elect Kanye. I think his message is that right, Kanye? Do we have that right? That's the exact message, fam. Right. Make America white again by voting okay. for Kanye West. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Donald, go ahead. Yes. Well, this is the reason I want to terminate the Constitution because of these two nitwits. Kanye, you're a loser. Alex is a slow adult slob. Let's vote Trump and make America great and glorious again. Donald Trump, right. you are a demon for what you've done to me. And I, I, I'm not going to vote for you because of this. But the most important thing that we learned here today, Howard, is do not miss the Alex Jones interview with Kanye West on Prison Planet Max. The <laughs> Sunday after Christmas at 10 p.m. You're going to love it. And you can also check it out at InfoWars.com. <laughs> Wow, what an exclusive we just had. That will be on HBO that was, Max. Uh, free for all, right? Free for all. They they oh. took over. <laughs> <laughs> and and one opinion stupider than the next. <laughs>
<laughs> Sadly, I think if we actually had the real guys on, it would sound exactly like that. So there you go. <laughs> I think it would be that much different. All right. Well, anyway, it was really weird, uh, you know, watching this guy melt down. And, I mean, I don't even know what to say about it. It was like one more unbelievable story after the next. Hey, so. But you do make the, the point that if Britney Spears was doing this. She'd be, you know, they'd take away her ability to control her interests again. Yeah. But Kanye's running around and nobody cares. Nobody's helping him. Nobody's <laughs> helping him. And he needs help. Um, so now I'm dealing with, so, you know, you know me, I don't deal well with shit, especially medical stuff. But I went for my dermatologist appointment on. Uh, Thursday, when I last, um, when I spoke to you on Wednesday, I told you I had a dermatologist appointment. Right. So I went, I, I get a checkup every three months because they removed, uh, a couple of months ago, they removed one of those things from my back, a little tiny thing. The, the, this guy's great. He found it. It was, um, like a little, what do they call that? It's like cancer, but not anything it's, serious. It's skin cancer, but it's yeah. not like the, you know, vicious skin cancer that can't be dealt with. Yeah, they scrape it out and then it's gone. So I went for him to check it and then he looked at this thing on my nose. I always had this birthmark on my nose. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so he looked at it and he goes, that thing looks like it grew. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, we got to take a biopsy of that. So right here oh, on my I nose. Thought you, I thought you had been in a fight. I was going to say, oh, Howard was in a fight this weekend. I can't wait to hear No. Oh, it's ridiculous. So they, they you know, they give you a little injection. And I'm glad he caught it. But uh, so we got, a, uh, we got the biopsy coming in this week. And oh, I'm you hoping, haven't heard the results. Yeah. No, because what I heard is if you have, like, if this mole is cancerous, what do they call that again, Robin? Like, it's what? A, melanoma? Like a what? No. Is that what you do? It's not, no, it's called a, not a melanoma. There's different kinds. What do they, I always forget the word that they use, like the one I had on my back. Do you know no, what I'm talking about? I don't know about? what they called it. No. It's not a melanoma. It's like it's like a thing that they just remove and then it's gone. But anyway, this one is on my nose. And if it is cancerous, they have to go in and dig in and get it out. Ew. And he even said to me, you want to do this right away because you could, you know, you could lose your nose, you know, in a sense, if you never take care of it. Which, believe me, I got plenty of nose. If they take away half my nose, I'll still have plenty You'll left. You'll still have plenty of nose? <laughs> yeah, but anyway. You so could now afford I, to lose so, some. So today, I'm just praying to God that uh, this is nothing. Oh, I know what I'm thinking of. Basal cell. That's what oh, they call okay. it. A basal, basal cell. cell carcinoma. Yeah, I have That's what that. they call it. That's what they call it. Have you ever had one? No. No. Yeah, you've had enough. But, yeah, do uh, I need more? Yeah, I got no. Like you've had a more real than problem. you can imagine. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm hoping because then what they got to do is you go to the dermatologist and they have to dig into your nose. Basal cell carcinoma is the most common form of skin cancer, and it's the most frequently occurring form of all cancers. But they have a, you know, a protocol and they take it out. I remember my dad had one on his face and they dug into his face for a long time to get it all out. Cause Where what was they his? do is. It wasn't on his nose, was it? It was. No. Cheek, it was on his chin. cheek. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. 
I never thought I would get these things because I'm very like I'm I'm a little bit swarthy. You know what I mean? Like um it's usually you're light skin. You're olive people. toned, yes. Yeah. I've got like olive skin, but I know what did it to me. I remember first of all, when I was a kid, I don't remember getting any kind of sunscreen really. You know, I don't remember. I don't getting think a lot anybody of... knew what sunscreen was. Yeah. I think my mom would do it sometimes, but it was very haphazard. We would go to the beach all day. We'd go to Point Lookout on Long Island. The suntan lotions I remember were for tanning you more, not tanning yeah. you less. Yeah. Well, people thought a tan was healthy back then. But anyway, I remember I, I was in college. I was in a real rut. I had super long hair. I had the hippie look. I had long hair and like wore like work shirts like James Taylor used to wear and jeans. And that was my look. And I wore my hair in a ponytail. And I thought like being kind of like a hippie, like looked like I was in the rock and roll business would get me laid. And I also thought with the longer hair, my nose wouldn't look so big. And, and I was in college and I was not doing well. I mean, I would get laid every once in a while. I wanted a, like a girlfriend. You know what I mean? I wanted like, um, a relationship. You didn't want to have to go out hunting all the time. You wanted yeah. somebody who was there for you. Exactly. I wasn't a good hunter in college. <laughs> if some girl came up to me and basically said, hey, I want to blow you or bang you, I would do it. <laughs> and I, and you know, it's weird. Some very good looking women would come up to me, but infrequently. Like I wanted someone who could really be in love with me. And you couldn't hold on to those girls, huh? You couldn't. No. They'd get no. away. You know, some of them actually wanted to be with me and I was uncomfortable being with them, believe it or not, because I, you know what? I was in no condition to handle a girlfriend. I was all over the place. I was a fucking mess in college. I was a real bona fide mess who took drugs to sedate himself. So in any case, I came up with a plan. I looked around the campus at Boston University and I realized the majority of good-looking girls were hanging out with um, these guys who had, like, nice haircuts and wore, like, disco pants and huckapoo shirts, which was the, <laughs> all the rage back then. And these guys were called beautiful people, BPs. And me and my few other loser friends who had long hair and stuff, we would make fun of the BPs, the beautiful people. Because we were like, man, we have the good personalities, but all these hot chicks are going after the BPs. So I came up with a plan after my freshman year to become a BP. I was going to become one of the beautiful people. I was going to join them. Why was I fighting this? I was going to cut my hair, get a nice quaff, buy a huckapoo shirt, and get tight black pants. And I would become irresistible to women. That was my plan. I had it all figured out. So I went to like a barber shop and got a kind of a shortish haircut. Cut off all my hair, went out and bought really tight pants, dieted down and got thin, and bought what is called a black and uh, colorful, like had prints on it. Well, Huckapoo shirt. It was a very I silky don't shirt. The Huckapoo shirt. Yeah, Huckapoo. And uh, I bought one. <laughs> I got an authentic Huckapoo shirt. I had this outfit, and I I got a gold chain, and I wore the um, shirt unbuttoned to about the middle butt, oh. show off my pecs. <laughs> I figured in my plan, 
once the girls at BU saw me, I'd probably be fighting them off with a stick. <laughs> you know, I probably couldn't handle all the action. Because I saw these other guys, and I saw what they were wearing and what they looked like. But there was one component missing. I think I needed a tan. I looked a little pale. Ah. So I called up a friend of mine. I said, hey, you want to go to Jones Beach? And he was like, yeah, sure. And we went. This was the day before I was leaving for college. <laughs> and I went out, and I laid on the beach no sunscreen, nothing, and, you know, waited for my tan to appear. Of course, I laid out there for hours. I remember I was in such pain. My face was like a watermelon. The color of a watermelon was bright red, like beet red, if you could imagine me with a beet red face. And um, I remember uh, there was a shuttle to Boston. I took the airline shuttle. It was $28 with a student discount. And I got on with my black pants, my Huckapoo shirt, and the stewardess immediately was staring at me. She couldn't take her eyes off of me. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a new man. Oh, this stewardess <laughs> wants to fuck my brains out. Meanwhile, she was staring at me. She had never seen probably someone six, <laughs> six foot five, beet red, like, 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 the, like the color of a beet that you eat on Thanksgiving, like reddish purple. I burned my skin. And I guarantee you, you know, all these years I said that was the dumbest thing I could have done because I've heard about skin cancers and all this other stuff. And I bet you that day on the beach trying to get hot chicks to be interested in me is exactly what gave me this basal cell carcinoma potentially now maybe it's not a basal cell carcinoma well i understand that it takes a repeated exposure Howard. i don't well, think you can do it in one day well now you're embarrassing me because i have to admit i think i went back to the beach a couple more times trying to get hot i wanted to be hot uh i wanted to get hot but um Hey, I see there's a lot of people on the phone. Basal cell. I got a chunk out of my forehead. Basal cell. Had it in my left ear. It sucks. Melanoma. I've had to split my forehead open. I'm not going to oh. pick up on you guys. Don't don't write me about your horror yeah, story. Yeah, he doesn't want to be in your support group. Yeah. I, uh, I'm hoping that this is nothing. Stop it. Now, if it's something... I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm on camera here. And, uh, you know, I got to work. I don't know. But I might have to, you know, get a chunk of my face taken out. So, Well, I hope you're going to be like uh, Jane Fonda. Remember when we first met Jane Fonda? She yes. came in here with her entire chin bandaged. Yeah. Because she had had something removed. Well, if they do something to my nose, I'll just put one of those metal plates over it like they did in um, Pennyworth. If you watch Pennyworth on uh, Amazon Prime, the story of Alfred, Batman's butler. Very good. Very good. Uh, I'm watching him on season three, and one of the characters, they cut off his nose, and they just put a metal plate over yeah, it. he's got a metal nose, right. Yeah. <laughs> Or what I'm thinking of doing, and and uh, I don't want to rip off Kanye West. I'm thinking of wearing a black hood over my face when I maybe do the show. just wear go to the hood or the burka. Go to the hood. One of those things. Yeah, might go to a be burka. The first man in a burka. <laughs> yeah, imagine who's that? That ugly, gawky chick walking around in a burka. <laughs> a giant six foot five chick. Oh, that's Howard Stern. That's no chick. But yeah, I I had a plan to get these girls, but. uh 
They weren't interested in a giant red lobster in a Huckapoo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they somehow were turned off. Oh, God. The things you do for love, just to get a little human contact. What can you do? What can you do? And, uh, yeah, so I've been like a nervous wreck, and poor Beth has to put up with my neuroses. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a basal cell. I'm going to have to go through hell. I got to get this thing out. She's like, well, maybe it'll be nothing. The hardest thing is waiting for those results, Howard. I don't blame you. It's so difficult. I know. Yeah, believe me, I know you've been through it. That's why I didn't call you about it. Because it's really hard to complain about Robin with health issues. Because she goes through the nightmare of, like, getting tested all the time. And chemotherapy treatments and all this shit. And, so, and I call up and go, Robin, I had, like, this thing on my nose. And it's like, probably wants to throw me out the window. You know, like, with thing the on your nose. one, you said, well, I've joined your club. I, I go, Robin. Like, really, Howard? Robin, we're survivors. <laughs> come on it gave you a good laugh gave you a good it laugh. did give me a laugh yes yeah and i'm glad it was nothing well I mean, it, it was, was a basal cell. But it, it was you know you were done with it the moment they removed it oh no i wasn't ask my wife i'm an erotic i got the last one removed from my back right yeah well, the fucking thing wouldn't heal it's got it oh. developed this white crusty thing on it it was so gross, and my wife had to apply cream to it. And I was like, oh, man, you know, I got a hot wife. She's going to be turned off to me when she has to look at this disgusting thing. Now she's creaming my crust. <laughs> yeah, she's cre- you know, but I couldn't reach the thing on my back, and it was going on for months. Oh, and I called the dermatologist. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. You, you well, hide so much. Well, it turned out I had a hair on my back that was holding on to the scab. Oh. And uh, they had to pull the whole thing. Off. Don't ask what was it was so fucking weird. I mean, it's like only me. I just you know. Yeah, a wild I, hair got in there. No hair was holding on. <laughs> my face is gross. My back is gross. I'm I'm running out of things Beth can look at. And then um, I was testing Beth this weekend because I had this. You know, they, when they pull this thing off your nose, it's pretty raw looking. Yeah. So I go. So I go, honey. Ugh. let's make love she goes i don't i'm afraid i don't want to rub into your nose if we bang and i'm like you see she doesn't love me anymore but the next night she proved her love for me because we did bang uh-huh. with my nose being semi-disgusting and um that was, you couldn't that was, have that... just lowered the lights what's what's the deal here <laughs> well she knew it was there <laughs> and i don't like i do lower i i do lower the lights but Sometimes I le- I like to leave a little light on. A little I like light to- on. Yeah, because <laughs> not, I wish I could black out my side of the room. <laughs> I'm very visual when I'm in bed. I like to see my woman. Uh. I don't want to be seen, but I want to see my woman. So there's the rub. So what do you do? I have a low lighting setting that I arrange. I open up these two doors. I turn on a light in the other room. And I have uh, various lighting effects I can do where I'm kind of, I'm in the dark and she's in the light. Um, yeah, and we had a good experience. She only dry heaved once, uh, <laughs> as far as I could tell. I don't know. I'm a mess. And it's really depressing. You know, when I was young, I used to go to the doctor and be like, oh, get out of here. There's nothing wrong with you. 
I know you'd go every year and they were telling you you had the constitution of an 18 year old. Yeah. Get out of here. And then and then at the same time, I this week I scheduled, um, you know, my mother was like, I scheduled a uh, blood test to have my yearly physical. And now I'm no, I know for sure this week I'm going to get the double whammy of a shitty fucking physical, a basal cell carcinoma. My whole body's rebelling against me. My mother goes, why haven't I seen you this week? I go, listen, mom, I got to take care of me this week. <laughs> Every week I'm busy taking care of you. I'm no spring chicken. I got it. I got to. I, I work a couple of days a week. I can't. I can't run over there today. I got to go to the doctor. What's wrong with you? Nothing's oh, no. wrong with me. I'm just going. Oh, I didn't tell her about this. Forget it. What did you do to your nose? Well, you didn't put any sunscreen on me when I was a child. <laughs> oh, so now it's my fault. Is that what you're saying? I did my best. I tried. Back then we didn't know. I don't want to get into it. Oh. Well, I'm glad you didn't because then you would have been even more miserable. Yeah. I don't have time to take care of everyone. Oh, look at this guy. I got a chunk out of my forehead. Hey, Disco from Washington, D.C., don't call in with your story because I'll get crazy from it. I won't be able to do the show. Hey, now. So this is go. what happened. Oh, he doesn't even hear you saying, don't tell me. Let him tell his story. <laughs> hey, go now. ahead. All right. Let's hear the horror you went through. So a couple years ago, I noticed a small blemish on the crown of my forehead right near my hairline. And I thought, oh, it was just a, a white head or something. And I disregarded it and disregarded it. And to a lesser extent, you know, I had jobs that weren't so easy to take sick days, like your comments about those rail workers. So I put yeah. it off. And I put it off. <laughs> and then I'm at dinner a couple months ago, and my girlfriend's mom says, what's the deal with that mark on your head? And so I finally got up the courage and overcame my anxiety and went to a dermatologist and Within two minutes of being in there, she's like, oh, that's interesting, and immediately gives me, like, a cursory exam. Turns out it's basal cell after they get back to me with the biopsy results. And then it gets crazier from there because I go get surgery. with a lot of pulling and tugging and getting the skin and then suturing it up to make sure it looks somewhat normal. And that's where the problem came in for me. I ended up developing, and Robin's going to get a kick of this, I developed a staph infection that then went into eventually septic shock. Oh, no. What oh, boy. But what I'm trying to tell you is, is that it's better to take care of it as soon as you come up and then putting it off for a couple years. And then I know it's pirate forehead now. And I think the real challenge, though, is, is that it does circle back in this country. We, we don't prioritize our health. Our health is our wealth. And when we don't give working class people the access to sick days, you put things off like this. I agree. It actually comes worse. Sure, I couldn't believe, I of. couldn't believe that the train, the people who work the trains in this country don't get sick days. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I said the only, the only thing I could come up with is they're afraid people game the system. You know, there are dishonest people who take the sick days even when they're not sick and that kind of thing. But. 
I can't imagine anybody with a conscience not giving somebody sick days in 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 twenty twenty two America. I mean, uh, it's crazy, but that's the only thing I could figure out that they're afraid of. P- people are dishonest sometimes in every business, and uh, they take the sick days when they're healthy. And you, I mean, you know how it works. All right, Disco, that's a horrible story, and I don't want to hear anything. Sorry about that. Yeah, but that's enough. Don't take any more of those stories. Basal cell carcinomas grow slowly. Most are curable and cause minimal damage when caught and treated early. They rarely spread beyond the original tumor site, but these lesions can grow and become disfiguring and dangerous the longer you wait, the more likely they will reoccur sometimes repeatedly if you wait a long time. So, anyway. You've been getting checked every year, and so this has got to be early. Even if it is a problem. So I came home, I said the bet the dermatologist said the thing looked like it gotten bigger. She goes, Yeah, I noticed that. That thing was getting oh. bigger on your nose. I go, Well, why didn't you say something? She goes, I know how self conscious you are. You would have uh you would have freaked out. So I kept my mouth shut. I said, Yeah, you were probably right. But from now on tell me, even if it does hurt my feelings. That's right. You'll just go get it checked mm. right away. Yeah. Well, I'm going every three months now to the dermatologist. Fuck this. Now you can come along with me. <laughs> we'll get checked bu- together. Yeah, my buddy Pat says that he goes somewhere where they take like a picture of your skin every year and they can And then they can compare it. Yeah. Anything that grows. And I was like, really? Man, that sounds where pretty does he good go? too. I don't know. I got to find out. Maybe I got to get a picture taken. You know what? What am I going to do? And You're I'm mapping never going... everything now. I mean, uh, it's everything. just, it's crazy. I like my dermatologist. I've been to dermatologists in the past where they undress you completely and look at your penis. And you know how I feel about my penis. I'm totally self-conscious. It's funny. I got a big nose and a small penis. If I can only reverse that, it'd be awesome. But this guy, like, he looks at my ass and looks, you know. He, he goes, can I pull down your underpants and take a look at your butt? And I go, uh. If you can stomach it, go ahead. <laughs> if you don't throw up on me, I'll be fine. He took a look. He so he, he just has you down to your underwear and then he yeah, which goes I appreciate things and and moves them discreetly. Yeah, I guess he should look at my cock and balls, but I don't know. Have uh, you put them in the sun a lot? No, <laughs> exactly. I wish I had never gone in the sun my entire life like a vampire i really do wish that i wish i'd grown up in a freezing climate like alaska something like that and because i don't want to you know what i don't go in the sun now i mean i'm careful when i go out i put on sunscreen i wear a big hat i look like um a beekeeper i put a big giant hat (laughs) you know what i mean yeah you wouldn't know howard was out in the sun (laughs) he's as white when he comes back as he was when he left oh yeah you should see when i walk around in the sun i look like Catherine Hepburn in On Golden Pond. <laughs> Everything's covered, yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's weird. You know, so now I'm waiting around for that and I'm completely distracted and upset about it. Let's see. Let's talk to um, Wilbert. This guy will take my mind off everything. He's from Virginia. He, let's see. He says he's divorced and his wife kicked him out of the house. Oh, hey, that's Wilbert. a better story, yeah. <laughs> if your wife kicks you out of the house, where'd you go? To the storage unit. What is that? To the storage unit. 
Boy, oh. I got that. You want to know yeah. something? Sometimes when you're in a shitty marriage, even if you're living in a storage unit, you're doing a little dance in there because better to be in a storage unit than unhappy, right? Exactly. What they say in the Bible, they say uh, it's better to be on the roof than the house with a nagging wife. What do you say, Robin? It's better to be on the roof than in the house with a nagging wife. What are you saying? What kind of storage unit are you in? Like when Richard lived in one, like he had a shit in a bucket. Like he didn't even have a toilet. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, shit in the bucket because you locked in. So yeah, I, I, do I, you I, have one of those? Too. Wait a minute. Do you have one of the storage units where you have to lift the whole door up, or is there a door that you can go in like a human being? Nah, you go in there. They got like a little slab right here. You hear? It? What do you say? Uh, what do you say, Robin? He, he said there's a, a little slab right there. I don't know. Why are you able to understand this guy and I'm not? <laughs> I speak that language. What language Whatever is he speaking? Whatever that language is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm country, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I don't know what he's saying. Are, what, what, where are you from again? Virginia? Yeah, I'm from Virginia. Can you hear me now? Is you that got part such of the a... United States? It sounds like he's speaking with a foreign accent. I'm not even fucking with you. Like, I find you barely understandable. It's weird. It's almost like you're not speaking English, you know? <laughs> man, it's, it's country, man. I be, I be trying to fix my accent, man. I just, you know what I'm saying? All right. I don't know what he just said. He just I, I, but said I'm it's country, man. Uh, trying to speak it right, but it's all right. But, like, when you went to school, Wilbert, didn't the teacher say, listen, Wilbert, nobody can understand what the fuck you're saying? <laughs> yeah, they did tell me that, though. They did tell me that. They think I'm from New Orleans or something. Come on, my, 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 uh, I don't know, man. It just, I don't know. I'm born with it. You know who you sound like? I remember that musician, Dr. John. I used to watch him sometimes in interviews. I thought he was pretty good. But sometimes they'd interview him and go, hey, Dr. John, like, how'd you write that song? Mumbo gumbo. And I'm like, mumbo gumbo. That's all I caught. I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about, but Wilbur, you got him beat. Wolfie, you know this dude? I, I do know this guy, Howard. It's a fascinating story. His, his wife accused him of cheating and tossed him out of the house. So he, he doesn't have a job. He's got no money. So he moved into a monthly storage unit for 20 bucks. And, and that's where he's stuck. Dude. A monthly storage unit for 20 bucks. I didn't even know you could get a store because I rent a storage space. You can't in New York anyway. You can't get anything close to a, a decent space for 20 bucks. Cost but a Howard, for 20 bucks, they're not providing anything but a hole. Hey, Wilbur, do you have electricity in there? They got electricity out here, but not in here. Nah, I got a little light. Yeah. I got a little light with a. I got a little light with a battery up here. And got from a dollar store, so I got so I can see. You know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like I feel like I save money being in here in the hotels. You know the hotels are special. So for me to save money, so I can get my own place, I gotta. We're, I gotta suffer. Let me ask you something. So your wife must have worked, and you were living on her dime. Is that correct? Nah, I, I paid a couple bills, but you know, I do odd jobs, like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all <laughs> paid a couple bills, but you know, she just wanted me out of the way anyway. That's, that's what it was. She just want Howard. The new guy come in. Yeah, somebody Will better interpret. Go ahead. Will
Wilbert's wife accuses him of being a deadbeat dad. He doesn't have a job. He hasn't worked in well over a year because he told me he just likes to work in cash only businesses. So he wants to get paid in cash that same day. Yeah, you don't. But I know he likes people. a roof and a bed, right? Why do you only want to work for cash? Because what do you think? The government's looking for you or something? Are you one of those kooks? No, nah, no, nah, I just like to get paid AD. Every day? Why is that? Yeah. I like to get paid every day. I like to wait on money. I like to get paid every day. That's crazy. Are you a Wilbert? Are you a white guy? <laughs> no, I'm black. Oh, you're black. All right. I, yeah. I just, I, I'm just yeah, having a hard day, time. Wilbur, right? Oh, today, Wilbur. I, I, I guess I had a, a white granddad or something. I don't know. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what I mean. Something about a white yeah. granddaddy. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you know. Richard, you, I mean, you lived in a storage unit. Any tips for yeah. Wilbert on how to get along? Um, I mean, try not to sleep close to the floor because you'll get bugs that'll crawl over your face while you're sleeping and they'll wake you up. So if you can elevate your mattress, you know, on a, a box or something. Oh, yeah, I got an air mattress. What, you got an air mattress. You ain't got to worry about the bugs. See, yeah, I, what I happened, Richard, I, when, I you were, when you were living in the storage unit, you got attacked by fire ants, right? Because you were laying on the floor. Yeah. Well... No, the, the fire ant thing happened because, so, I, Wilbert, I don't know how you're showering. I'm guessing there's maybe a hose outside, but it's got to be freezing. But I used to have to shower oh, no. with a hose outside. And then I one day, it was the middle of summer, super hot. I went back inside. I had a towel laying on the floor of the storage unit that was damp. And I guess the that attracts fire ants. And I picked up this towel <laughs> to dry my face off. Oh. And my face started burning. And I looked, and the towel was covered with thousands of fire ants. Wilbert, Wilbert said he's not showering, right, Wolfie? Oh, hey, 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 say that. Hey, say that, How I got a gym hey. membership. See, after you I leave here, I'm going to go there and take a shower. When is the last time? That's high class. When is the last time you showered, uh, Wilbert? Yesterday. Oh. Okay. Did you hear what he said? He yeah, said he has a gym membership. I, I, I wash my ass. And so he goes ass. to the gym. Yeah, well, you wash your ass? You wash your ass? You wash your ass? Yeah, I wash my ass. In the gym? In the gym. At the hill, we're going to slam to the gym. Wash my ass, man. Get some money. Why not just live at the gym? <laughs> it's probably nicer in your storage unit. Well, can you imagine, Richard, what did you pay for your storage unit back in the day? You're talking about, you were in one in the 1980s. What did you pay? 150 a month. That's why it's I'm blown away that his is 20 a month. Cause, well, nah, mine, you, but mine had, it, now you can mine had indoor electricity, though. I was in kind of a, I guess a fancier one than, uh, Wilbert has, but, but yeah, I used to get, um, cockroaches used to crawl over me all the time when I was sleeping because I, I had a futon that was like just laying on the floor. So that's why I was saying I had a cockroach crawling in my mouth when I was sleeping one time. <laughs> I, I literally woke up at 2 a.m. and spit it out and I, I vomited everywhere and couldn't go back to sleep. But yeah, you want to sleep elevated in a storage unit usually. Yeah, you sound like you were in the four seasons of storage units compared to this guy. <laughs> Wilbur... Things sound uh, desperate. Did you cheat on your wife? Be honest. Nah. 
Nah, I ain't cheat. I ain't cheat. I ain't cheat. But I was, I, I was, I, I, I ain't cheat. But I was out all night. So, so it looks like I'm cheating. Let me ask you this: Is there no way to reconcile with your wife to get back in the house? I mean, this sounds like a living hell you're in. I mean, it's got to be hot as hell in that. Oh no, nah, I ain't hell. No, I ain't hell. But no, no, I ain't, ain't, ain't been for it no more. And how do you eat? And how do you eat? You go to like what? Like fast food places? Go to, uh, yeah, they got food everywhere. How? They got, they got food everywhere. Eat. They, they. <laughs> oh. You know? They got food everywhere. They got food everywhere. A little they got food. The story. They got yeah, food at the store. Uh, excuse me. I, I'm all over the place with this. They, they got food in the storage unit? Nah, hell nah. Nah, they got a food in the storage unit. Nah. Nah, I just bring it in here with me. What does but where do you have... get it? See, I save my money being in here. That's what I'm saying. So I can eat and all that. I just, oh. the hotel be like $80. So I, why would I spend $80 on a hotel? And I can, I can keep that. He's right. I used, I saved a ton of money when I lived in a storage unit. <laughs> Wilbert, oh, I got to yeah. ask him real quick. Do, do you have neighbors, Wilbert? Are there other people living in there? Nah. Nah, nah. Oh, I used to have neighbors, some wild wow. neighbors. Do the? Do, I know it's against the law to sleep in a storage unit, but do they look the other way? Is that it, Richard? In other words, if you had a whole community in there, uh, I, I guess had the a guys. Guy, I had a landlord that. Yeah, he looked the other way. The landlord, because I kind of kept an eye on our the complex as well. If some I hear something at night, I'd go check it out. So I was kind of security too. Howard, he used to be in the unit by 8.30 at night because they lock it down. So he has to sneak in, get into his storage unit, and then he's just trapped there until the next morning. There's, there's <laughs> well, that's no good. in and out. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. He can't get into trouble now. He uh, he's, he's in there <laughs> He can't early. stay out all night now, yeah. <laughs> what time do they open up? What time do they go to sleep? Oh, I see. You take an edible and go to sleep. What time, what time, uh, what time do they open the storage unit up so you can get out? Uh, nine o'clock. That's why I'm glad you put out this call, cause you know, uh, you know what I'm saying. You're getting close to that time. I still got a good forty minutes though. Oh, nine o'clock though. So what does right. he have to hide yeah, from the owner when they come? Out. I don't know. I be gone. I don't know what they do. I'm gone. They don't. You know. Howard, what other twist? So his wife accused him of cheating, but Wilbert believes that his wife is cheating on him with his own brother, and he says that his his son looks exactly <laughs> like his brother. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. I told you that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Wolfie put me out there like that, man. That's <laughs> Wilbert, what's That's going on with that? It. What's going hey. on? You think she she's cheating on you? Oh, man. Yeah, I put you on the spot like that, man. <laughs> I mean, what it sound like? Put me out, you know. I've been kind of she... moving the same way. All of a sudden, now you want to put me out, and you know my brother had been, you know. So that's how I was telling Wolfie, God damn, Wolfie ain't that you gonna put me out like that, though, man. <laughs> you shared the story. You didn't. You didn't say. Well, well, you put that nice vibe, man. Wolfie, man, I thought we had something, man. <laughs> What's going on right now, Wolfie? Uh, you, are you in? I don't even understand, Wilbert. Do you, are you guys having an argument about something? I don't even know for sure if it's an argument. He just he told me the story. I figured it was public knowledge. He so. might have said off the record, <laughs> but you didn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but Howard, nah, I think I think I think she is cheating on me, my brother. Man, I, ain't, I don't know for sure, but you know. Does your brother Hold have on. a job? <laughs> 
<laughs> Hold on yeah, one like, second. Well, yeah, I, if I, I think the wife picked the brother that had the job, and that was it. Uh, hold on one yeah. second there, Wilbur. Hi, uh, everyone. It's uh, the late comedian Bernie Mac. Hey, Bernie. Oh. What's up, Howard? I'm back in this summer, my bitch. Heard the motherfucker show from heaven. I was in heaven, and I heard this motherfucker was living in the storage unit. Wilbur, Wilbur. I haven't heard that motherfucking name since Charles Well. God, motherfucking damn it. What the Wilbur. fuck is going on? You know, Bernie, I'm, I'm glad you're here, Bernie, because I don't understand a word uh, 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 Wilbert's saying. Do you understand him? I know exactly what the fuck he's saying. He's saying something about he living so long, he need to put this shit down right here. Pumpkin pie, mmm, kick it! <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. You well, don't understand. Well, well, Bernie, uh, if you don't mind hanging around here for a while when I'm talking to Wilbert, maybe you could uh, tell me what he's saying, okay? <laughs> I translate. I'm real good. I translate the shit out of it. Wilbert, right. <laughs> so, Wilbert, hey, are you like going to... Man, that's crazy. Yeah. That's who I'm the little... fuck it is. Yeah. Burning motherfucking man. Where does Wilbert, where does Wilbert throw a shit bucket out? Like, do you dump it in the trash, or I, where does it go? I take, I take it with me. I take it with me to go. Take the whole bucket. So, I just get a note. You put so it in your words, car, and then where do you go? I take it with me. I throw it. And some nasty motherfucking shit. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Driving around in a car with a shit bucket. <laughs> so wait a second, Wilbert. Let's say you're like in, you're trapped in the storage unit for the night, right? Which is kind of dangerous. If there was ever a fire, you would die. Am I correct, Wilbert? Nah, nah I ain't gonna die. Because I'm gonna break the windows and get the fuck up out of here. Oh, there's windows. Okay. Right. Yeah, I ain't gonna die. Nah. That's right. fancy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't windows. have a window, did you? I had no window. windows, no way. <laughs> and you were paying like twenty times more, and you. Didn't have I a know, window. but mine was huge yeah, gotta, because my band practice there. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, Wilbert, so you have to take a dump, and you're in the storage unit. So, you do you have to sleep next to your own shit bucket for the night? <laughs> Hope he's not shitting at eight thirty yeah. right when they close the doors. All right. Nah, I gotta, I gotta keep it separate. It's like being in jail. So I kind of keep it over here on this side, over here, and I sleep over there. Then I wrap it up because I keep trash bags. I kind of line the bucket up. I got a shit. Oh. And then I wrap it up. And then I, you he's, know what I'm saying? I take it out with me when I go. Nah, so I'm used to shit picture. smell though. I don't, I don't worry about that. I, I'm used to shit smells. Right? I don't, I don't How really in the fuck do you me. get used to smelling shit? <laughs> be, 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 be in jail, burning. Be in jail. When, when your tail mate got to take a shit, you gotta, you know. So I'm used uh, to that. Wilbert, do you spray something at least? Nah, nah, nah. I keep not. So wait, if I heard this right, Wilbert, you're saying you take your feces and wrap it up in something? When I shit in the bucket, I already I yeah. put the trash bag down. I shit in the trash bag, and then I just wrap it up. Oh, I see. So like, 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 right, right. That's smart. That's smart. He In lines other words, the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, Wolfie, I tell Wolfie you. showed us a picture. You don't want to see it. Oh, no. You should look, Howard. This is reality. Take a look at this bucket. Let <laughs> <laughs> me see this thing. Oh. oh. Damn. Oh, goddamn. I would have took your motherfucking word for it. I didn't want to see that motherfucking yeah, shit. Yeah, we didn't need to see it. I'm with you, Bernie. Oh, we didn't need to see it. Oh. 
what we're what we're reacting to is the shit bucket. I forgot. Like when you wipe Ugh. your ass too, all the all the paper tissue is in there Ugh, covered in shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a one time though, and you had a tissue right in my shirt. What? That is some nasty shit. You know something? My wife could have been cheating on me, fucking Magic Johnson. And I wouldn't have been living in that situation. That is so motherfucking nasty. I swear to God. I swear for God. I don't give a fuck, Jimmy. But I'll sit back to pumpkin pie. Kick it! You don't Bernie understand. Bernie, I do understand. You don't want to live uh, like that. No man wants to live like that, right? Ain't no right? motherfucking way. Ain't no motherfucking way in America I'm going to be living the fuck like that. Now I understand she cheated. I get that. I get how I understand that shit. But I would have been in the motherfucking room. I would have been watching whoever the fuck she fucked. I watch. I watch. I swear to God. I swear for God. I watch. You can sleep with that motherfucker. I'm not sleeping. I'm not shitting in no motherfucking bucket. They got too much shit going on. They got all. They already got motherfucking coronavirus. Monkey motherfucking pox. Now you shitting in the motherfucking bucket to create the next motherfucking national disaster. Put us back in the house another fucking year because you want to shit in the bucket. Bernie was fuck shaken that. by that picture. That <laughs> Bernie. shit fucked me up. Very defunct, I'm, glad I'm, I'm glad I'm not here no more because I ain't yeah. got to smell that shit. Kick it! Uh. Bernie, you still got it. You still got it. I tell you. Well, Wilbur, how, how long has Wilbur been in the unit? How long have you been there, Wilbur? Uh, like the 26th. I've been in a couple of days. You know, I'll oh. be here every night now. You know, if I can, before a certain time, I can find some pussy up. Well, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, Excuse know, me for one minute. Excuse me for one minute. What, Bernie, what did he say? <laughs> it's how, first of all, I heard I heard a little bit of something. He said something about some pussy. Something about when you put that shit back there, gibberish. Mm, I can understand the rest. He said something about kick it. <laughs> you don't understand. Wilbur, what is the uh, what is the plan here? In other words, you can't go on living like this. Uh, although nah, you don't nah, seem nah. to be complaining, but I like to see it's you get out. It's only been a few days, though. Yeah, Howard. I did eight years, so he's got a ways to go. <laughs> Damn, you did eight. You did eight years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't Wilbur, do. It. I can do eight years. <laughs> I almost would say to you, maybe you got to go back to your wife. Uh, or, nah, I ain't or, doing it. How? I ain't doing it. I ain't, ain't nah. <laughs> well, what? What kind of jobs do you do? Do you go to those places where they have temporary employment every day and get on yep, the back of a truck? Labor, uh, yep, like labor ready, you know what I'm saying? Everything. I got to tell you, Wilbert, every movie I've ever seen where guys get paid in cash and they go on the back of the truck, eventually they end up dead because whoever <laughs> yes. hires them <laughs> does something bad to them. You know what I mean? You got to be careful. You, you do, though. You definitely got to be careful, though, but. Robin, man, man. Wilbur told me that he does Uber Eats, but it sounds like he's a friend that has a car. The friend does all the driving, and then Wilbur takes half the cash at the end of the day. Oh, Ooh, drop off! Yeah, that's one, that's so one of my little hustles I do. <laughs> so your food's in the same car as the shit bucket when you get. Nah, that's the same. Nah, that's the same thing. Nah, I was gonna nah. say the same thing. I gotta do that. <laughs> Who the fuck want Uber shits? <laughs> Put your motherfucking hand on. Put your motherfucking hand on my motherfucking food. I'll bust your motherfucking head to the white meat. Kick it! <laughs> you don't understand.
Hey, Howard, can we do a MTV Cribs with Wilbur to have Wolfie go down there and tour his storage unit? Wolfie, what about it? Can you go do an embedded with uh, Wilbur? I'd, no, I'd want to see that up on our app. Uh, I, if you could go. I'll drive there t today if you want me to. I have no problem. Do the whole that. thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, MTV Wilbur. <laughs> Uh, you know, now that I'm hearing you and Bernie Mac at the same time, you got kind of the same delivery. You got any jokes? Because you could probably have a big career the way you're talking. <laughs> he just might. He just motherfucking might. You could tell everybody why the fuck your wife threw you out. God damn it, she'd rather be with O.J. Simpson than your motherfucking ass. Hey! <laughs> you don't understand. What is that, Wilbur? I see y'all is crazy, man. Y'all crazy as hell. I'm trying to see how y'all get Bernie Mac talking. I'm like, yeah. Man, I'll just say, yeah. Man. I don't know what he said. I don't. I don't mean to. I don't mean to bust your balls, but I just know but what you, what know, you say, Robin. I get it, man. A lot of people don't understand it. We have overlooked. Wilbur said that he got used to the smell of crap of shit in prison. Oh, That's you were in prison? Said. Did you say that? Yeah, yeah, it's six years. What was, six, you did six years. Wow, yeah, what happened? Like this, this is I right here. This right it. here ain't nothing. This ain't nothing to me right here. I've been, I've been in a much worse uh, spot than, than this. That's why I said it ain't nothing. Save me money. Yeah, storage unit's nothing compared to prison, I guess. What, what, Howard, he does push-ups What do you say, Wolfie? <laughs> he does push-ups in the storage unit like he's in prison. Like he does wow. the same prison workout in the unit. W Wilbert, may I ask what happened that you went to prison? What, I'm sure you were innocent, but uh, I mean, what were you <laughs> falsely accused of? You were guilty. guilty. Right. What, what did you do? Uh, gun charge. Got violated. Probate. What was so that? So you have a rap sheet and uh, That's why you I violated. Ah. Yeah. So what do you say, Robin? <laughs> There's a lot of shorthand here, Howard. He oh, had man. he had gun charges. He violated his probation. He hasn't told us what he was on probation for, but that's how he wound up doing six years because he had a gun while he was on probation. I and see. um what was the other part of it? That's why he can't get a crib because he has he's a felon. Oh. I said that's probably why he works and why he works for cash, probably right yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. We're we're piecing this all together, Wilbert, if we stay on long enough <laughs> yeah. with you. So how'd you do in prison? Did anybody start a fight with you or try to make you their girlfriend or anything like any of those shenanigans? Nah, 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 I ain't going nah. I ain't going for that. Right. Did anybody try anything on you in prison? No. Nah. No. And and when you went to prison, in other words, I understand that what kind of gun did you have? What type of gun did you carry? Uh, what was it? Uh, you know, when I was before I went to prison, what kind of gun I had got caught with? Yeah. Uh, man. I see. And, and, and what was the original charge that got you in trouble in the first place? Uh, bang law. Bang law? Bernie, can you translate? <laughs> what the fuck? I can't. Un you show you don't shit through your motherfucking mouth because I don't understand shit you saying. What well, the fuck is he talking about? What was the original charge? I, uh, yeah. Who's, who's, who's that? that? What uh -oh. the who the fuck in the stores? You know the owner. Okay. <laughs> Who okay. is that, Wilbert? Who the fuck Everything is that? Good. Oh, hell, they finna evict this motherfucker from a storage <laughs> unit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Get this shitty head. They heard them shitty stories. 
Get his ass out. How? How Ruben, what's, go- how, uh, what's going on? What are you saying? I don't know now. I don't understand okay. what the fuck. Wait, let me, let me, let, all right, let me quiet this down for a second. Wilbert, what are you saying? You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. What just happened? We heard a woman's voice at the storage unit. Yeah, it came here early. Who came there? The owner? The manager, I guess. <laughs> Somebody who? on the show told on this. I'm on my bit. Wilbert, wait a second. What is going on right now? If you can explain it to me, was it the manager or the landlord or somebody? I don't know. What did they say? A white woman? There's a white woman. What did she say to you? What did she just say to you? You know what? I won't even pay attention for real. I was a little scared. So I really don't know what she said, but she was saying something, and I was like, okay, you know what I mean? Bernie, what did he what? say? I don't know what the fuck this homo bitch talking about. Sound to me like he said something about his motherfucking ass getting ready to get evicted. I don't know if that's his motherfucking wife. Then find out which storage unit this some of my bitch in and tell him to stop shitting in a motherfucking bucket. Motherfucker! Kick it! Uh, wait, wait. Wilbert, what is going on right now? Can you slowly explain to me what just happened? Oh, I'm good right now. Nah, this is a this, 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 uh, white lady came, walked past, and no, man, but you know, I played it off, so I ain't worried about it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, probably, that's why it clear. smells like shit in there. <laughs> Wolfie, you got to get that. Wolfie, Wolfie, what's he saying? What is Wilbert saying? Nobody knows. I I think the manager of the storage unit heard him talking, but I, I don't know what the aftermath of that was. Hmm. Wilbert? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. She laughed. She laughed. I'm just afraid she's going to come back and get you in trouble. Yeah. I wonder who was more scared, Wilbert or that lady finding a guy in there with a bucket of shit next to him. Bucket of shit. You know something, Wilbert? Listen, listen to your man, Bernie Man. I'm going to tell you how to get rid of that white woman. You got to give her the dick. Oh, God. The what? That's what? how you get rid of When you're giving her the dick. The dick. She gonna tell you the motherfucking truth. No, Wilbert, don't listen Uh. to him. No dick. Listen, (laughs) Wilbert. Okay, listen. Here's what I'm gonna say. Uh, Wolfie, you gotta go down there and see what's going on with Wilbert. Done. Done. There's a couple of things. We never got to the bottom of the original charge because we got interrupted by the woman. (laughs) I think it's best. I think it's. I think it's best we don't know the original charge because <laughs> we might be so put off that, you know, it's not going to be we'll such a cute. Talk to Wilbur again. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be, yeah. gonna be a cute conversation. You know what I mean? We didn't know what the fuck he was saying. Someone will be sound like James Brown minus the talent and the motherfucking pussy. Howard, I, I, have the, I have the phone number for Wilbert's wife. I'm just wondering if we get her involved to really figure out what's oh, going God. on. Oh, God. Wilbert. You want us to get your wife on the phone? Oh, uh, man. You tell me. See, I could maybe patch really, things up I mean, for you. Know, Wilbert. I, I said we'll for the number already. What'd you say? I said I said we'll for the number already. 
Yeah, do you want me to call her and see if I can't get you back in the house? See if you pick up. Fuck. I ain't trying to get back in the house, though. You can call What do you say, Wolfie? He said he's not looking to get back in the house, but we can call her, though. I believe that's what he said. What's Wilbur right. doing? It sounds like he's building something. I know. Is he yeah. rearranging the furniture? I'll get the fuck up out of here. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Before the lady comes back. I might got to get a dough and fuck with y'all. Wilbur, are you nervous? Are you nervous that the... That the white lady's going to come back, so are you going to just... Listen, think about it now. Think about what you said now. It's a white lady came here. I got to go. I got to go. Yeah, I got to go. I got to go. I got to get out of here. <laughs> he getting the fuck out of there, Karen, and ran him the fuck out of the store again. <laughs> so, Wilbert, in other words, I shouldn't call your wife now because it sounds like at any second now you got to get out of there, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Listen, what I would do is I would get your wife on the phone right now. But I have a feeling because the white lady showed up at the storage unit, maybe you're going to have to, you know, get out of there real quick. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. He sounds right. scared as a motherfucker. He does. Did she have yeah. a gun when she yeah. walked by all that motherfucker? <laughs> all of a sudden, that bravado is gone. He's yeah. like, yeah. scared as a son yeah. of a bitch. Hey, look, he was talking hey, real hey, brave, hey, real he proud. He's trying to go to jail for this shit. Yeah. He's trying to go to jail. Right. You didn't do did six yeah. motherfucking years. You don't want to go back. I don't care how much motherfucking <laughs> shit you got. <laughs> all right. Listen, Wilbert, I'm going to let you go. Go in peace. I hope you work this out. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but, uh, you Try know. Try to call us back tomorrow when the coast is clear. Yeah, once you straighten this out, let us know, because maybe we'll get Wolfie down there to do, uh, like, a lifestyles of, uh, well, not the rich and famous, the poor and not so famous. <laughs> <laughs> call you us at 7.30 maybe... tomorrow before the white lady shows up. Wilbur, call every day. Yeah. <laughs> call every day. All right, so so we're going to, maybe Wilbur, we could get Wolfie down there, and he could sort of do a report on your lifestyle, you know, and, and, and go with you in the Uber and everything in the shit bucket and all that, all right? That's well, cool. The that's truck, cool. Whatever you're on that day. Whatever yeah. the fuck you on. Goddamn, I'm glad I'm dead. I'm so motherfucking glad I'm dead. Motherfuckers still living like they're on the Underground Railroad in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bernie, uh, Bernie, let me thank you for translating Wilbert for me. I, I appreciate that. Wilbert, uh, I hope everything will be okay. Uh, and uh, your situation straightens out, okay? Uh, be cool. Hey, Don't man. touch nothing. Don't touch nothing. You gonna get hepatitis, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie is speaking a lot of truth, you know. And uh, and Wilbert, I uh, listen. Is it I don't Wilbert know your Wilbert or Wilbur? Is it which Will Wilbert? Oh no, no, not Wilbert with the T. Yeah, I don't like the pig Wilbur because you know what I'm saying. That's how you get. When I was a kid. He's joking. Exactly. What are you going to do when we hang up, Wilbert? What are you going to go do right now? I got to go hit the gym. Take a shower, wash my ass, got down. All right. He's going to hit the gym. Right after that, take your motherfucking ass to Home Depot and get a toilet, motherfucker. That's what the fuck you do. Hurry up for the white lady come back. 
Yeah. And bring your and, and bring and bring your shit bucket with you. Don't leave any evidence for the white lady to oh, find. No, okay, hey, hey, take those shit tonight. It's all good. Okay, good. But Bernie's shit at the telling gym. him to go get a toilet. There's no place to hook up a toilet in uh, the storage uh, unit, Bernie. Come on. Uh, I just say it's better than shitting in the bucket. It's all about what the fuck you think. Yeah. Or just put a toilet seat on the bucket. There you just go. Just put a That's toilet it. seat. There you go. That's improvising like a some of my bitch. All right. All right. Wilbur, good luck to you. Okay, pal? Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, wow. and, and let us know what happens. Maybe we'll get Wolfie down there because it sounds like a fascinating kind of situation. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. I think and, and maybe, and he'll come. He'll come there with uh, his interpreter, Bernie Mac, and uh, that way you guys will communicate. <laughs> right. He, right he right with you. Call a plumber. Get a toilet, motherfucker. Dig a hole. Kick it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, Wilbert. Good luck. I know Wilbert's got to get he, right now. Wilbert's got to get out of where he is. He's right got to escape. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you lose your storage unit, then you're really up Shit's Creek. Okay, there you go. Literally. Right. All right. Hey, Bernie. Thanks. Go back to being dead. Okay. See you later. See you later. Kick it. Kick it. <laughs> Wow. See, that guy wow. is awesome. Hot Wilbur, you could, <laughs> uh, you better go pack. You got to get it. You're going to be, and you know what you got to do? You got to go like see the whole, you got to go down to the gym, see what's happening. You got to live his life. You got to get the storage unit next door. <laughs> I, I'll sleep in there for a night if you want. I don't care. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Jesus. Wow. He's wow. amazing. Well, I know what you're earning. You, you have, you're not getting paid enough to go do that. <laughs> do you get sick days, Wolfie? Because you deserve it. No sick days for Wolfie. Just saw where I would work. Yeah, because you're going to be sick okay. after this. <laughs> JD, if you could take over Robin's body for 24 hours, what would you do? Have a nice bottle of wine. And the mood hits me. Go back to the bedroom and uh, probably touch myself all over a little bit and see what it... See what everything feels like. Rub my breasts and vagina a little bit and see what it all felt like. You know, it's all about a new sensation. <laughs> and then what would you do? Pray order in. I pray order in. Hi. Did you order Chinese food? Yes. Oh my God. Are you Robin Quivers from the Howard Stern Show? <laughs> yes. Robin. I'm a lesbian. Uh, congratulations. Can I make love to you tonight? I can't. I, I appreciate it, but I just can't. Look at my huge, perfect ass. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh, what would you like me to do to you? I don't know. I uh, guess lick me or something. I don't know. Do whatever you want. Uh, I'm licking you now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Feels yeah. good. Oh, you go down on me? Sure, sure. sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, 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 I'm squirting. There you go. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. You leave now. Thank you. That was disgusting. Did you hear that bit? JD took over your body for 24 hours and he had this girl going down on him. Wow. <clears throat> what are you talking about? I the missed bit that. they just played. It was JDB. They said, what would you What would you do if you took over Robin's body for 24 hours? And then next thing you know, he was having lesbian encounter and getting licked. Why is that, JD? Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh -huh. It's just fantasy. 
I well, I guess he's still JD. Right. It was JD in your body, so. Right. I, I didn't come up with the premise, you know. I was being led. It's like uh, the prosecuting leading the witness, that sort of thing. I was just playing right. along, you know. Thank you. Hey, right. by the way, I got a Christmas card. First car- Christmas card I got of the year was from Marianne from Brooklyn. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine she sends this card to anyone but me. Why do you say but, that? Uh, well, it's a she like photoshopped a picture of her like making not making out with me, but like 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 we're lovers. And uh, by the way, I'm always startled how good looking she is. Like, I mean, major good looking Marianne from Brooklyn, because when you hear that voice, you don't associate good looks with it. But look, here's the lovely picture of Marianne with her head on my shoulder. Can you see Move that? it over. Move it over. There we go. That? Oh, look at that. Boy, she did a good job of photoshopping. Yeah, it looks it, real. And there we are and dancing. dancing. And it says Love here, um, been spending most of my life in Howard Paradise. Happy holidays. <laughs> Peace and love, Marianne. Wow. Dear Beth and Howard, hope all I hope you love my Howard card as much as I. I got to say, you really do love me. There's no question about it. Howard, what other super icon gets the card every year? And I'll be embarrassed to say I sent out 500 cards so far because it's my pleasure. Some people never get a card, and it makes their day, especially if it's about you. And I'll have you know, Robin, if I had your address, you'd get one. But Howard, I got the balls to send it to uh, Don Buckwald. Uh, I sent it to Jennifer Witt. I sent it to Jonathan Karp. I sent it to Ross in California, Gary Delabate and the staff. I have a 1,000 fans on my list, and I'm still working on it. It's my well, pleasure. I'll tell you what. Number one. The picture of me and you as a couple, we look good together, I got to say. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. We do. You're a good-looking woman, and uh, you're sexy, too. I, it's just amazing that with that voice, it's really crazy. And I'll tell you, this card, I mean, does your husband get upset that you make a Christmas card where it looks no, like you and I are in love? My and- big supporter, because I jotted it, I like drew a draft of it, and he got me his advertising guy to sit down with me for days, and we were going back and forth because I didn't like the pictures. I really, did you notice you have a tattoo of me on your neck, Howard, on the back? Oh, you is that MFC? what that is? Oh, okay. You get the premise? You're the bachelor. You know, I picked you as the bachelor because you know I love Stamus and Al Pacino and Rod Stewart and Pesh, but that's on my card. And, and Paul oh. Yeah, the card, the card is right. uh, the bachelorette and uh, the guys competing for Marianne's love are uh, John Stamos, Paul McCartney, Al Pacino, Rod Stewart, and some other guy on that's here. That's from all the great shows. I can't think of the name right now. And he's a big fan of the show. And he's on the wrap-up show. And he adores you. Well, and, they're all and they're Robin all competing for Marianne. Yeah. And but you uh, won. If you notice, I got the rose at the end. And <laughs> yeah. She chose me. Happy New Year! Happy Wow.
hard to believe. You wonder, but... does that hurt? <laughs> oh, hurt <laughs> me. <laughs> but let's go. You know, I love how she says Howard and Beth on the card, but she's, you know, like lying all over you and dancing with you like she wants to steal you from Beth. I'm pretty sure I could bang her. I mean, even though she's married, I'm pretty sure she would do it with me. I, it seems I like think so from that yeah. card. Yeah, I got to say, I, I don't have confidence with uh, women, but uh, that one I do. That one I do. <laughs> uh, well, I've got to tell you, you know what? I've got to tell you that you are way too hard on yourself because I happen to run into private parts this weekend on some channel. No kidding. And I Where's said, that Let area? Me look at this a little while and see what's going on here. You're beautiful in the movie. <laughs> well, you know Physically what it is, Robin. Beautiful. That's right. You know what it is, though. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. You know what? You love me. Let's be honest. You... Oh, get out of here. All right. All right. I was Stop looking it. at these dreamy blue oh. eyes <laughs> and your beautiful oh. hair. Oh. I'm like, what yeah, is he talking right about? Oh. Yeah, you missed the nose and the body, oh. though. That's the, the problem. The, oh. There are moments that you're oh. looking at. Um, <gasps> Mary McCormick with the noise. Um, yeah, it's making me not be able to think. Mary McCormick, who's playing your wife, and you're you're giving her this look. I'm like, look at him. He's romantic. He's dreamy. He's sensitive. Yeah. A lot what of people say love. I'm rem reminiscent of a young Omar Sharif in that uh, movie. <laughs> uh, let's not, go to not really, but you know what I had forgotten about the movie. It's really funny to me how I always. Forget these parts. I forgot how much nudity there is in that movie. Oh, yes. I insisted on it. I insisted <laughs> on nudity in that film. I said, there's only one way to get any kind of audience these days. you got to have naked broads. And let me tell you, those were some hot women. Oh, my God. There were boobs. Boobs were falling all over the place. And I was like, whoa, look at that. You want to know something? When I was a kid, uh, when I say kid, a teenager... I loved R-rated movies. I really did. And that movie got an R rating. And what I loved about them was the nudity. I love an adult <laughs> kind of... It wasn't gratuitous. It was def definitely necessary for the story. What do you mean it wasn't gratuitous? <laughs> it was It was all of it had to do with the story. In other words, someone wasn't running around naked just to run around naked. It was... It was... Uh, look, it was the first naked woman on radio. Number one, it was the woman sitting on the speakers. It was the woman yeah, in the bathtub. Yeah, she didn't have to get naked. She was. Oh. She just had to have her bottoms off. You told her to take her no. bottoms off. Next thing I know, she's rubbing her boobs and, you well, know, they're coming out. When a woman's masturbating, they normally <laughs> rub their boobs. <laughs> What's the matter with you? That's not gratuitous. But I always enjoyed an R-rated. And then for the longest time, there were no longer any R-rated comedies. It's like movie studios were afraid to put out R-rated material because they wanted PG. They wanted the most audience they could get. So everything was sanitized. And I was really glad that the movie was rated R. I think now if my memory stands, uh, geez, I don't know if I'm telling you the truth here, but I seem to remember that there was potential. We were, were nervous. We were going to get an X rating. Right. And, um, and it came back with an R. I think they asked for one or two little changes, but, uh, we were surprised because with me and my reputation, we, we assumed the, the governing board or something would give it an X, We'd, but they did be not be extra strict. Yeah. 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 But they were very reasonable about it. 
you know, uh, this is a story I've never told before. Originally, I wanted Robin to be topless for the whole movie, but uh, we felt that would be gratuitous. And Nobody that's, uh, ever approached me titties. about that. Yeah. <laughs> titties. By the way, I do want to say now, uh, titty, titties in movies are titties. so yesterday. Now we come on uh, hats. That's our thing. And if we ever make another movie, there'll be a lot of cum shots of hats. Hats and cum. Uh, so there you go. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, Melissa. Go ahead. You're on the air in Georgia. This is Melissa, where there is a, a big uh, runoff campaign going between um, this is uh, Georgia, Senator, yes. yeah, Senator Warnock and um, uh, the other guy, Herschel, Herschel Walker. Walker. Go ahead. Good Melissa, morning, go Howard. Ahead. Hi, Robin. Yes, there's Hi. a big runoff coming on Tuesday, and I will be voting for sure. My voice in Georgia. But I am vaccinated. I've gotten my boosters, and I finally am quarantined with COVID. Today is my last day. I think without that vaccine, I would have been knocked out longer. But I got to watch Private Parts yesterday, and I haven't seen it in years. It was so great, and there needs to be another movie. Well, you, guys- you know what? I uh, was going to do other movies, but I don't know. Nothing compared to Private Parts. As you know, you uh, a guy so named much. Lenny Bloom wrote that movie, and uh, I was a big part of uh, hanging with Lenny while he wrote it, and Ivan was uh, editing uh, the script as it was being written, and it took four fucking years yeah. to get that thing to a screen. And I got to tell you, it was a major chunk of my life, and uh, I don't, you know, I put a lot of effort into everything I do, and uh, I realized movie making, for me anyway, is not a casual thing. It's really important for me to make a good movie, a movie my fans would be proud of. I There was no moment in my life I was prouder than when Chris Rock said to me, I went to the movie theater when that movie opened with a bunch of my comedian friends and we all sat down ready to laugh at how bad this movie was going to be because Chris knows how hard it is to put a movie together and how many people have gone and done movies, especially comedians, and they fuck it all up. They do these lame-ass movies. And uh, Chris said, I sat down and you shut me the fuck up right from the beginning. It was a great movie and I was shocked. And that's what I want. That's what I live for. To to really amaze my audience. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, to do another one, it wouldn't be such a casual thing, you know. It, it wouldn't be so casual. It wasn't uh, easy to get that quality of film. Yeah. And yeah. I agree with Robin. You were very handsome in that movie. It was so good to see both of you. I work an hour away from where I live, and I'm from New York, but I live in rural Georgia now. I work at an animal shelter, and your show really helped me get to work every day. I love thank you, 7 a.m. listening to that music. Very so nice. thank you so much for picking up on me, you guys. I love you so much. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, th- thank you for that. Quentin Tarantino said he's stopping at 10 movies. I, I beat him. I, I stopped at one. Stopped That's at one. it. <laughs> one movie. <laughs> I, I was going to do other again, movies. Yeah. I uh, suggest that, uh, you know, and so you can see that uh, Private Parts was out there on uh, the different channels this weekend. She ran yeah. into it, too. And... um yeah, it was I great, get, um, and you were beautiful in the movie. I get those fucking uh, checks uh, for the private parts. That's how I know it does air. I don't know where it airs. Robin saw it, but and the checks will come in 
you know, once every month or two or three, every third month, I get a check. It says private parts. And sometimes it's like a dollar nineteen. <laughs> the most I've ever received is like three dollars and nineteen cents. Why waste the paper, right? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but I cash them. I always cash them. I, I, I do. I, I think, well, you I earned it. You have to. You have to. Yeah. Let's go to Mark. Mark in California. What's up? No, no Mark. Mark, you there? Mm. Mark is gone. Mark in California. And uh, I'm going to hang up on him. Anyway, a couple of things I wanted to comment on. Number one, uh, I do want to mention Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac. She uh, died. I didn't know she was me. seven. Yeah, she was hurt 79 me. years old, I think. Yeah, I think. That's I think what I the age that right. was. I did a lot of reading on her. Yeah, I was, uh, I'm a big Fleetwood Mac fan. I'm a real big fan of Lindsey Buckingham's guitar playing. I really like that band. I like a lot of their songs. I don't think I ever bought a Fleetwood Mac album. I don't think I ever I was went a that huge far. Fleetwood Mac fan, and I, that was one of the groups, uh, they would call me when the album came in, cause I'd run right over and get it. Who called you? The record store? Yeah, yeah. I was, Look at you. I was heavily into music, and really? I was at the record store all the time. I was known at my favorite record store, and they knew and you, what I liked. And they would call you when the, they would l- call listen to me this. and say, "Robin, it's here." And really? I, you know, because you'd always know when Fleetwood Mac was putting out an album, you'd hear it for weeks in advance. And they go, "We got it," and I'd run over and get it. Look at you. Who knew? All right, let me absorb that for a minute. Fred, where's Robin's music? <laughs> he always misses it when I'm saying something right. important. <laughs> anyway, the real there was multiple lineups of uh, Fleetwood. I think. Listen, I think Robin obviously, with the way she looks, uh, this record store guy was enamored with her. No one was calling me from any record store. I bought a lot of records too, but Jesus Christ, they, uh, Robin, you better get over here right away and wear wear a bikini. Anyway, the um, the most fu- the, the most famous lineup of Fleetwood Mac was uh, Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham, Mick Fleetwood, of course, and John McVie and Christine McVie. Uh, Christine McVie died, and uh, she was married to John McVie for a while. It was a complicated situation in that band. Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham were together, and then one of them fucked um, uh, Mick Fleetwood, and John McVie and Christine McVie had problems, and... I don't know. It was all fucking crazy and incestuous, but uh, they they made beautiful music together. And one of the greatest albums came out of all that fucked up behavior. What, Rumors, you would yeah. say? Yeah, yeah, of course. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll play you some of her songs. We'll remember her real quick. She wrote this one or co-wrote it. I don't know. She wrote a lot of their hits. Yeah, wonderful songwriter. And uh, this one, of course. Yeah, this band was so, You Make Love and Fun. She wrote this about an affair she had with the band's lighting designer. Director, she, uh, designer, yeah. yeah. Everybody was fucking everyone else. She wrote more songs on Rumors than anyone else. That's the album Robin Likes. Yeah. Our big hit on that was uh, Don't Stop. Don't stop it was her and Lindsey Buckingham trading vocals. 
And Lindsey Buckingham could sing his ass off, too. And uh, Don't Stop was about her feelings for her ex-husband after they stopped being lovers when yeah. they separated. Not bad. We had them uh, on the show. We had Christine McVie and John McVie on the show. I don't time. even remember I, that. Neither do I. The guys dig through our archives. I do, Howard. Um, it was... um. It was in Los Angeles. We were doing one of those Grammys oh. Weeks thing, and they were doing the thing. And it was funny because Stevie Nicks was supposed to do the show, and they had canceled their shows, and they said something about, um, well, Stevie's too sick. And Robin goes, oh, it's funny. I saw her at dinner last night, and John and Christine looked at each other like, what the fuck? Because she's yeah. really sick. Well, uh, <clears throat> rest in peace, Christine McVie. I was always I, interested in those two, Stevie Nicks and Christine McVie, because they were, you know, lead singers in a rock band and involved, you know, physically with and emotionally with a couple of their band members and all that had to go away. And they still kept working together and do that's a tough situation. But also, neither one of them ever had children. And yeah. I was very interested in that. And Stevie Nicks says that they, you know, she was, she always said for herself, she was married to the music. And then after the death of Christine, she said, look, we decided that, you know, there was no way there was going to be a Fleetwood Mac and we were going to make all that music if either one of us had children. Right. Yeah. Because it's selfish and, and rightly so. You've got to, you, you know, if you have kids, you got to be with them, you got to raise them and they love the band and they love the music. But, uh, and the band collaborated on it. Like to me, one of my favorite songs is, uh, the chain. Oh, and they, and they, yeah, they all collaborated on that one. Oh, I had a second here. This is a better clip of that. Yeah. I don't think there's a band in history that's broken up and gotten back together more than Fleetwood Mac. They had 15 lineup changes. Yeah. Yeah. Christine left and rejoined them a bunch of times. But then they did that famous reunion tour, 1997, called The Dance. And Christine came out and performed Songbird close to the end of the, you know, it's beautiful. And she wrote this in 30 minutes, late at night. Didn't have a tape recorder. She stayed up all night because she didn't want to forget the song. Mm. Anyway, there you go. Beautiful uh. voice, beautiful woman. And, uh, yeah, the chain. Remember when we had the high women on? That was Brandy Carlisle, yes. Marin Morris. Who else is in the high women? I always forget the names of everybody. Oh, the other two are more country. And so we don't really know. Uh, Amanda Shires and, uh, Natalie yeah. Hemby. That's the two. And they yeah. did, um, they did the chain. They did a beautiful and job. If with you don't love me now, you will never love me again. I can't Christine McVie, rest in peace. Mm. Everyone's dropping like flies. This is what happens as you get older, Robin. All the people you admired, all the people you love, they get old and they drop dead. Yeah. 
I also ran into the interview with uh, Bruce Springsteen. And what was the part I saw? He was talking about Last Man Standing. Yeah. And I just heard about the death of Christine McVie. And he talked about his original bandmates and the last guy besides him who was still alive died. And he wrote that song, Last Man Standing. And how about Neil Young? Just saw him recently. And I was asking him about the album Harvest. And uh, he said, yeah, everybody worked on that. It's dead. He says, yeah. I'm like, I'm the only guy left. It's really weird. Uh, anyway, you know, they say they come in threes. You have Christy McVie and Gallagher. Uh, who's going to be? Oh, third? Gallagher, you're counting in, in the... <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm being funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, but okay, I'll put Gallagher in there. Why not? Um, also, you know, I do want to comment on this, and if I'm being weird, you tell me, but I'm fascinated by this. Um, there Again, I don't watch morning television because we're oh. on the radio, and I don't really watch... Good morning, America. So I don't even know these people. This is the first I have read about it. Yeah, the... but this is the third hour. You could have seen these people. Yeah, that, but I don't that watch... doesn't come on till one o'clock. Yeah, but I, I'm not watching TV at one o'clock in the afternoon. I don't even know these people. And I don't really watch a lot of network television anymore with all these streaming services. I just don't. Uh, I can't even think the last time I watched network television, but. Um, the, evidently a lot of people are into this, uh, Good Morning America, and, um, there's these two people who fell in love. I'll give you the story in case you haven't read it. I'm sure you have. But, uh, oh, Jesus, look at Simon Cowell. People are complaining that Simon Cowell did something to his face. He probably did. Well, well let me see what happened. Was it, was uh, it look wrong? At look at him. <laughs> there you go. Take a look at that picture. Uh -oh. Can you see that? Can you see that? <laughs> Oh, here. He's, he doesn't even look like himself anymore. Says here, 63-year-old Simon Cowell is looking weird. In, the pro, in a promo for Britain's Got Talent last week, Simon's face was looking a little bit worked on. People on social media go, what happened to this guy's face? His face looked like it's melting. Some person wrote, Simon Cowell's face looks like if George Michael's corpse was a playable character. In the GoldenEye video game. I don't know that game. The people online were eviscerating his appearance. Comparing him to Madame Tussauds waxwork. <laughs> What's he doing? Well, what is he, a pretty boy? I mean, just he's rich. Just what get, get old. What is he thinking? That this is better? I mean, it's already been bad. The more he tweaks, the worse it gets. I didn't know he was so vain. Says here, this isn't the first time Simon has altered his face. According to the New York Post, he had Botox in the past, a litany of facials, dental veneers, and a facelift in 2018. Those facelifts on men go horribly wrong. Most times on women, too. But it, although I know a couple of women who've had them and they yeah, look but pretty good. You gotta be so careful not to do too much. Right. So that it doesn't look good. And I think he's done too much. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he looking good for? Well, I guess he's on TV. He took over uh, well, my slot on America's Got Talent. And he still hasn't married that woman, has he? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's, you know, worried about who's next. I try not to pay too much attention to him. 
I could see the work he had under his chin. You could always tell when they had the fat sucked out under there. It gets like warbly looking and and like pocked because oh, really? the all the fat doesn't come out. Dude, just give it up. Just look the way you look. Cut it out. Anyway, getting back to what I was saying, the couple on GMA, Good Morning America, they uh, T.J. Holmes and Amy Roback. Now the story is. And I and I guess I'm bringing this up because I really don't understand what the problem is. I was again, I was reading this and take it with a grain of salt, but I was reading the Daily Mail and Robin Roberts, who works on Good Morning America, they claim is very upset that these two are having an affair. And well, I'm kind of like, don't know that that's true. Whether Robin I don't Roberts know that is one jot. <laughs> I don't know. This is what I read. And uh, again, this comes from the hardworking reporters of the Daily Mail <laughs> who posted their bombshell last week featuring 65 different photos of these two, this couple together. One photo, they're walking out of a pub separately. They were photographed 20 feet apart and they waited for their rides only to be seen getting in the car together when it arrived. They were trying to <laughs> fool everybody. Yeah, they're doing the bait and switch. But both TJ and Amy Roback have been married to their respective spouses since 2010. I guess he's married and she's married. She was married to Andrew Shue. Remember him from Melrose Place? Oh, yeah. Young, yeah good, good looking, looking guy. Dude. Yeah. But evidently, TJ and Amy, I guess they work on Good Morning America 3. Third together. hour. The, yeah. Third the, hour. The third hour of Good Morning America. And all hell broke loose when... They published these, uh, you know, the pictures of them having an affair. Apparently, and they've been running around and and people have seen them out and about together, I think, since August. So let me give you some more information. Okay. Amy and Andrew Shue were allegedly in the process of finalizing a divorce settlement. They had issues before her romance with T.J. Holmes went public. And... I don't know. I kind of feel like, um, again, I, maybe I'm not seeing the problem here, but if those two work together and they want to bang and be in love, what do I give a shit? Why is that like a, offensive well, why to people? are you talking about it? <laughs> well, because people are saying they should be fired. I'm saying, really? Why would they be fired? So someone told me, oh, they're supposed to report it to HR. And that, to me, is a little unrealistic. In other words, at what point do you go to HR and say you're carrying on with one of your coworkers? Uh, do you when you when you're do you go? Oh, oh I'm attracted. We, how do we what know do you they do? haven't reported it? They, I don't know, you know Again, this has been going on for quite some months now. Apparently, when did the Queen die? I think they were covering the funeral when they figured out they were in love with each other. <laughs> there you go. I don't know when she died, but it was probably a couple of months ago, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And that's what, you know, I read a bunch of stuff about this, too. And I think I read they were over in England covering that. You know how romantic a funeral is. <laughs> and you're away from well, the, home. <laughs> the only thing I thought might be inappropriate, I was listening to guys got a tape of them on Friday, you know, giggling and shit. But, you know, and I was like, well, maybe they're, they're exes kind of don't appreciate that but i wouldn't say it's but a terrible the, thing uh, you know is that supposed to inform what happens to them at work yeah here's here's 
This is like if you and I were fucking and we had a kind of like, it came public and we had to deal with it. Hey there, everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome to Jim May 3. What you need to know on this Friday. You know, it's too bad it's Friday. Is it? It's been a great week. Just want this one to keep going and going and going. Just um, enjoy it. Speak for yourself. Take it all in. I am very excited about the weekend. Uh, and I'm sure everyone else is, too. Uh, we all love our Fridays around here. Uh, some of us We love the weekend. That's when we get to move out of the house <laughs> after we get caught fucking each other. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't see what all the fuss was about. I didn't understand why they were, you know, somebody was, I think I was reading that, you know, nobody knew whether they were going to be showing up for work this week. Yeah, and well, I was this, like, well, why not? This has been going on. TV's so fake anyway. The story broke on Wednesday right before GMA3 went on the air. A flustered, a flustered TJ Holmes hosted the show by himself saying Amy and another anchor named Dr. Ashen are both on assignment. You know, he should just come out and say, listen, I just yeah, thought it'd be I left too weird. Amy a moment ago and they told me I could come to work. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't know. I'm so wet. I mean, excited to be here with you all today. All right, folks. Welcome to GMA 3 minus 2. Ain't that something? Uh, yes. Roach is not here. Dr. Ashton not here. Stuck with me, folks. Ah, uh, just take it in. Eat it up, right, Johnson? Um, but yes, yeah, those two are on the side, but they are working today. Don't worry. Uh, thank you, Billy, for that. At least one member of the crew is, is supportive of just TJ being here. Uh, but look, Dr. Sun's with us. That, that'll help. Boy. He sounds a little giddy, like, uh, you know, <laughs> he's got a little too much oxygen going. Hey, everybody, guess what? Uh, this is crazy. I'm here all by oh, myself. Robot's not here. <laughs> wow. Robox not here, and I have tremendous blue balls. Everyone's fucking up my scene. I'm fucking, meanwhile, Robox, a nice looking woman. My own. He's not bad to look at either. No. Yeah, I'm so heterosexual. I can only comment on the women. Um, Amy's on assignment walking bow-legged somewhere. I fucked her very hard. And she loved it. I fuck her much harder than Andrew Shue ever could. Well, that's right. I'm here solo today. Oh boy. The New York Post is calling the affair ratings gold. Yeah, I mean, I might have to tune in and see what's doing. But That's uh, right. You, they never got you yeah. at uh, Good Morning America 3. By the way, let's talk about how professional I am. I mean, I, I sat next to, on America's Got Talent, Heidi Klum and, uh, and the other one from the Spice Girls. Why can't you her name? never remember Mel B? Mel B. Thank you. I don't know why. <laughs> Trying to forget. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's very nice. I um, I sat next to Heidi Klum. I never fucked her once. And, I mean, Heidi can uh, deny it, but I think she might have wanted me. She can me. deny I, it. <laughs> you know, I think she might have wanted me, but, uh, you know, I'm just picking up on some kind of vibe. And I didn't. Uh, well, you I didn't, were uh, married and your marriage yep. was going well. I think exactly. they found themselves in a different position. Never fucked Howie Mandel either, by the way. That's, uh, I just might as well say that. I like how I was just skipped over. I've sat here for 40 years. <laughs> well, you know I fucked you. <laughs> we can't be called hypocrites. I blew Fred once and I fucked Robin three times. But that's it. Oh, 
Um, never fucked Robin. Never fucked. Um, who else have I worked with? I've worked with a lot of hot chicks. So there you go. You never. You say. didn't sleep with your or your movie wife or no. any of those girls on that movie. There Let me just say, I would have liked them. to. I would have liked to in a couple. I, I, I wanted to, I'll be honest, but, uh, all of you, I wanted to, but uh, no, I really, I, you know, this thing though, when I read it and I, again, I heard there was some sort of calling for them to be fired. I just didn't get it. I mean, okay. So they yeah, they didn't do other. anything wrong. They always did the show right. 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 And, uh, you know, they were making there was a lot of big, you know, they were making a big deal about the fact that this relationship did not start until they were ending their other relationships, their marriages, that there was no overlap. Yeah. Believe me, once I got my uh, separation and divorce, um, you know, I went to town, but (laughs) He literally to went to town. He moved to Manhattan. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I did have some uh, affairs that I kept quiet, quite frankly. But and, they were and, not uh, overlapping. <laughs> Let me point right. that up. With you, too. No overlap. No. And, I, and it was easy to keep my, my business quiet because most women that I was with did not want to admit to being with They me, weren't so. talking about it either. <laughs> no. It was an understanding. It would have been very embarrassing for them to be known to be fucking Howard Stern. Uh, anyway, I, I'm just saying, okay, I know it's of interest. The 65 pictures, I looked at every one of them. There's one picture where the anchor man is grabbing the anchor woman's ass while she's bent over putting something in the car. Like but that's not on that the thing. show. That's Rest not on the no. show. He kept his hands to himself on the show. That's what I'm saying. Ass treaks. They should talk about it on the show. I'd be interested. If I started fucking you, I guarantee I'd be talking about it on the show. <laughs> well, you know, everybody looks to Joe and Mika because I kept hearing those, that name, those names being brought up. Like, how did they handle it? What did they do? Because apparently they did it right. Yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> we have exclusive new audio from GMA3. Yeah, that was a good one. I love you. I love you. Oh, God, you feel good. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so good. You're so wet, mommy. I want to fuck you till I come. I want to fuck you till I come. Yes. Go, TJ. Come. Go ahead. Go for it, TJ. Yeah. Hard to keep that quiet. Uh, Mike from California wants to say good morning to you, Robin. Good morning, Mike. Hey now, Howard. Hey. Hello? Hello. Hey now. Hey now. Good morning uh, to Robin and Fred. Uh, I've been a long-time listener for about 30 Hello. years. You guys first came to uh, San Francisco Syndicate. And, right, uh, thank you, Mike. I, I, got, I got to go. You're boring me. <laughs> I mean, it's taking an hour. I don't know what he has on his mind, but uh, Howard, blah, 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 thank San you, Francisco. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You got to get to the point. I mean, you could sit here and I, I, I could die while he's talking. <laughs> Donald Trump is back. Hi, Mr. Trump. 
Howard, Howard, you totally blew it for not fucking Heidi. Oh. You think? Yeah, you oh, know, have, listen. Have you, seen, have you seen Seal? I mean, listen, you're a cut above that guy. It's unbelievable. Come on. What are you, gay? Just go for it. You know what I mean? Grab him by the wow. pussy. What's the whole point of being famous if you can't grab him by the pussy? Well, I'll tell you what. Listen, Heidi Klum, all jokes aside, Mr. Trump is a beautiful yes. woman. But I love exactly. my wife. I mean, I'm not gay. I'm just saying. She wouldn't and even I don't... tell your wife. She doesn't even speak English. She'd have to do it, you know, <laughs> do, do it in signs or something. You would have been fine. You'd be much happier. Much happier. Listen, believe me. Much happier. Yeah. I'm happy. I mean, I'm happy. You don't but, sound uh, happy, Howard. You don't sound happy. You got to get a little side action. That's what that's what kept me smiling all those years. Do you know what I'm talking about? Jesus, it was crazy this morning when you and Kanye were yelling at each other yeah. earlier in the six o'clock, well, the seven o'clock hour. I he's mean, crazy. Insa- he, he's insane. He's insane. You know what I mean? He, he's just totally he's, off the hook. He says to you, uh, I want you to be my running mate. I mean, you yeah, were the his president. vice president, right? His vice. Pre- can you believe this? Can you believe this? <laughs> Kanye wants me to be the vice president. I wouldn't want him to be my vice president. It's he's totally he's he's lost it. Alex, when Alex Jones is the rational person, you know you're in trouble. You know you're in trouble. Well, Mr. President, I'm sorry I let you down by not banging Heidi. You would have banged her, huh? Even though you're married. Oh, absolutely. She would have been all over me, Howard. I have banged so many models over the year. It has been it's over the over years. The it's been year. absolutely, over the year. Well, this past <laughs> over year. Over the past I've year. Had a lot of, I've had a lot of free time this past year. You know, they just come out I'm in gonna, and out of my ask you a question. Like a mill. Like a I mill. got a question. Absolutely. How many women you think in your life, you know, remember Will Chamberlain famously said he banged like yes. 10,000 women. How many women you think in your life you banged starting well, from the I first would, one? I would oh, for the very first one, I would say I'm probably in Will Chamberlain's leagues because when I had the two beauty pages, I would just go right through them. So that was like 50, 100 in like an entire weekend. So you're so saying had, you might have fucked 10,000 women. Is that oh, what you're saying? Oh, easily, easily. And I'm not even counting the same ones over and over again, you know, because the right. word got out about me. You know how people don't want to talk about having sex with you? They love uh, talking about having sex with me because i'm a right. tremendous lover i'm so good no one makes love the way i make love believe yeah. me is believe it, me no complaints. what is it uh, well let's get off politics what's your secret uh to making great love well you go I, I, down I, on them oh never that's disgusting who wants to do that? Who wants to do that? You just get right. in there and get out. I'm really more for quantity uh, as far as the sex goes. You want to get in and get out. You want to really, like, drag it out on the golf course, but not there. Just in, out. Two or three pumps, I'm good. Huh. And you know what? I think in your presidential library, you should just have one of the rooms, all the names of the women you bang on. Like, like literally just a banging room where you That's, list. I love Howard, this is great. The banging room. This we can have photos of all of the women I've banged. We have the rumored ones, and then we have people like uh, what's her name, Horseface, the porn star. What's your name? Uh, 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 Stormy. Stormy Daniels. Stormy we have Daniels, all the porn yeah. stars. Because you know, you know you've what, introduced though? me to so many of those porn stars. I appreciate. I got to tell you something. Can I say something? No, 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 no. You did that, Robin. <laughs> Robin. You did yeah. that, Robin. <laughs> right. 
I mean, no wonder Melania never looks satisfied. If you're just doing two or three pumps, she probably is sour from not getting enough. She needs more time, more, you know, more penetration. More release, yes. Yeah, yeah, more release. Uh, she needs release. <laughs> I'm the one who gets the release. I'm the guy. All right. Anyway, thank you. Uh, and by thank the way, you. on Sorry, my I... list, on my list of women, I giving my I'm giving myself two points for anal. Just so you know, so I get two really? women for one anal. Oh yeah, you gotta oh. you gotta do that because you gotta talk them into it. Because that's the art of the deal. That's the All art right. of the deal right thank now. You. Talk them thank into you. anal. All right. Thank you, Mr. President. Sorry I disappointed you. Oh, <laughs> what was Look at this. Fa Fa Fui. Baba Bui Delabante rang the bell at the New York Stock Exchange Friday morning. What really? How did I Why? miss that? I didn't know that. What were what you doing that? there, Gary? Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Oh, look at this note. After Gary rang the bell, the market dropped 300 points. That's right. He killed the market. <laughs> yeah, people saw him. What was going on? Uh, you rang the bell. Yeah, yeah. So I'm working with an organization that I work with every year. They do like a giving day, like, you know, for charity. So for right. LifeBeat, I do the stuff and, and they donate money to LifeBeat. So, uh, but people want to see you ring the bell. I guess you're a celebrity. Me and Charles Oakley from the Knicks and, wow. uh, and the guy that runs the organization. So yeah, it was Charles cool. Oakley like, who are you? Like, what, what, what do you Dude, do? Dude, Howard, we had to take pictures. It's, it's, I'm like his pet. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm like 5'8". Right. He's, he's like 6'7". So yes. He puts his hand on me. Like, I think he could lift me up and just throw me out the window. Do you, uh, did, does he know who you are? Does he have any clue? I don't think so. Right. I don't, really? I don't th- there was no I, introduction? I mean, nothing was said? No, I was introduced as the producer of the Howard Stern Show, but I don't, I think that just, like, yeah, that sounds cool. You know, I don't think, I, mean, I don't think it means. Huh. And what do you think scared the the market to go down 300 points? Was it the teeth? <laughs> I mean, maybe they said, Jesus, it's going to be a run on ivory or something. It's Look at what's teeth. happened to the people right. who ring the bell at the stock exchange. It's who? <laughs> well, you know what? They probably thought he was one of those Chilean miners that uh, got trapped. And they're like, why is the Chilean miner ringing Are the bell? Are they still touring no. the United States, those Chilean miners? But, Robin, you're so right. Like, there's pictures up. It's like Michael Jordan and I think yes. like Prince Charles. And then, you know, but listen, they got to do. <laughs> they got to do it 365 days they a year. They got to do so it every day. That's right. Sometimes I slip in. <laughs> I seem to remember uh, maybe I once rang that bell. I, I know that um, Mel Carmison, when they, the company went public the first time, I think there right. was yeah. a ringing of the bell. So, Howard, this was the New York Stock Exchange I was at. You uh, you rang it at the NASDAQ. Okay. And what happened? Why was I there again? Cause, because uh, it was serious. It was a whole serious going public thing. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> Look at that. Gee, I can't believe I agreed to do that. It seems so <clears throat> fucking lame, but I guess uh, I did it At that time, serious. you were in promotion mode big time. Yes. Yeah. Tell you what. I'd be really upset if I was Charles Oakley. And they, they'd go like, listen, Mr. Oakley, you're, it's not enough for, you know, you're just a New York You're Nick. not you enough. Need, <laughs> you need Gary Delabonte from the Howard Stern show. And he's like, Gary Delabonte? What the Bukie, fuck is that? Buki Dulo. Dulo. What do you mean? I'm a New York Nick. What does he do again? We need, <laughs> Mr. Oakley, we need some real star power. We're going to get Gary Delabonte from the Howard Della Stern Bicio. show. Gary Delabicio from the Howard. Gary Delabicio. Gary Delabicio. <laughs> and what is the process now, Gary? Did you just press a button? 
Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even press the button. The guy that runs the organization, the, the, the stock organization who's in charge, he, he hits a button, but it's all, I there's see. a clock. I, I don't even think the button works, to be honest with you. I think that, that bell rings whether you Just hit that button sure. or not. Right. Mm. Wow. Poor Charles Oakley. So you and Charles deal. Oakley are standing behind that guy? We're, uh, you, we're we're on each side of him. Do I you see. pinch yourself that you're up on stage with Charles Oakley? Like you must yeah. be like, geez, I can't even believe they wanted me. Yeah, do you I say mean, anything to Charles Oakley? No. Well, I mean, we should have been. You, before, uh, you should have been like, hey, hey, no offense, Charles, step back, please. You're, you're hogging my, <laughs> you're hogging my spotlight. You know what I want to say, Charles. This. What I don't you know him say? well enough. I would have loved to talk to him about how, you know, he's in a huge war with the owner of the garden and the owner yes. of the Knicks, Jim Dolan. And I love, like, I'm totally on Team Oakley. Like, you know, Oakley was at a game a couple of years ago and he was having a, uh, something about a seat and the guards just took him down. Like, they took and him they down. And they threw him like, out of the garden. And so he said, I'll never go back to the garden again. Yeah. Wow. So why didn't you, what did you want to say to him? That I totally support him. That I think Dolan does a shitty job running the team, <clears throat> and it's a it's a it's a travesty that they would treat one of their greatest players that way. <clears throat> but okay. I don't know the guy well enough to, to say that. Why not? You could have said it. He, obviously, you're a celebrity. He, you're you're standing around. There must have been some dead time. <laughs> nice guy did not seem very chatty. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> uh, I bet he's probably like um. You know, Mr. What's Oakley, happened to my life? Yeah. yeah and, and, they go, and Mr. Oakley goes, well, I thought I was coming here to ring the bell by myself. I mean, ringing the bell isn't exactly the height of show business, but okay. Who is this guy with the teeth and everything? And, he, and, they, go, and, and they go, um, he's um, Gary Delabanque. And they go, he goes, well, what, well, what does he do? Uh, he hosts the wrap-up show. Gary like, Delabanque. Wait a minute. He might have even said, who did he play for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like he's kind of short. I, but did he play Division One college ball? By I play for Chile. I play for Chile. That's what I play he, for. He, play, he's, he plays for the Chilean miners. <laughs> they should have lied to Charles Oakley about who you were. They should have said you were, you know, you were uh, an Iranian diplomat or something. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Listen, all I have to say is the, the the company that brought us there, they give a lot of money to charity, and it's pretty cool, so I can't complain. Nice. Hey, I got no problem with that. Love charity. Of course, they got Gary's name wrong when they were up. I really? guess they aired this on uh, One America News. Yeah. They came close, though. They understood. Today's morning market arrivals there from Wall Street as the New York Stock Exchange welcomes CIBC Capital Markets Vice Chair and Managing Director Eric Price, Executive Producer of the Howard Stern Show, Gary Delabate, and NBA All Star Charles Oakley bringing today's opening bell. Gary Delabate, the leader of Chilean Miners Union, who, uh, <laughs> and pickleball enthusiast, Gary Delabate. Very good, Gary. Congratulations on your triumphant, uh, it was fun. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Ralph, what up? Hey, now. Hey, get back to the GMA story. <laughs> I, I love this story because I used to watch that show, and those two would sit there and flirt with each other constantly, like, you know, robes, he has all these nicknames for her, and I'm like, this is a bunch of bullshit. These two aren't into each other. Meanwhile, they're fucking. <laughs> it's great. 
<laughs> You're cracking yourself up, huh? I am because, you know, I just thought it was bullshit. I just thought it was like cute little, you know, banter. And then, you know, it's like they're, they're really doing it. <laughs> Ralph's got uh, some lifestyle. Like he sends me these he elaborate. He sees everything. You see nothing. Yeah. He sees everything. I'm pretty convinced he does nothing all day but watch TV. Because <laughs> as far as I know, he doesn't have much of a work life. So it's like it's You're weird. You're not like, calling him, are you? Uh, no, no, I'm not <laughs> pressing you? him for anything. But um, what did I send you? An elaborate what? He sent me an elaborate email about. I guess I had um, not watched one of these Star Wars shows on the Disney uh -huh. uh, app. Oh. Andor, so good. Andor, and and so I, I said that one. I keep yeah, trying. I was the same way. So Ralph wrote me a very passionate email about. Um, I really believe you should rewatch Andor, give it another chance, and may I recommend um, watching episodes one through three all at once. Right. Uh, episode four, you can watch alone. Five and six are good grouped together. Right. Seven and eight are good grouped together. Like, like he put out like a, this a, an elaborate. Sounds like a show with a problem. If it's got a way, you should watch it. No, no, Robin. I don't know. I, 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 I sat there and I said to my wife, I said to my wife, Ralph has nothing to do. Like, <laughs> I, this guy should write a book or something about living a free lifestyle because. Yes. I mean, at one o'clock in the afternoon. He's not in a storage locker. Let's point no. that out. It's got a nice place, but uh, <laughs> anyway, I mean, I mean, and then at one o'clock in the afternoon to even have time as a man to watch this good, you know, Good Morning America three is for women who uh, stay home and are homemakers. That's what Let that's me for. Tell that you, because show. I, I used to I used watch to. my it mother. It was during the pandemic time, and it, it, it was take it I easy, Ralph. But I'll put the TV. Uh, I'll put. I'll put the. Let me finish, Robin. I'll put the TV on. It doesn't mean I'm sitting there watching, and it's in the background. Sure. I'm busy doing nothing. <laughs> I'll tell you how the women watch it, Ralph, and then you can start doing this. My mother would set up the ironing board in front right. of the television, and as she did her <laughs> ironing, she would yeah. be watching daytime television. I yeah, and he should be doing my ironing while he's watching it. <laughs> All right, Ralph. Very good. Uh, GMA3. Uh, Ralph uh, never thought that they were really lovers, even though they pretended like they were. And now he sees they're for real. There you go. Thank you very much. Michael, go ahead. Michael Rappaport, quickly. Go ahead, please. Uh, Howard, Howard, how many people do you have on the payroll that do nothing between Ralph and Boofy? I mean, and, and apparently the reason why the stock market crashed is because Gorilla threw some uh, some shit on the bell. Like, well, what's going on? Is it Christmas break? Doesn't this guy have something to do? Are we going to have to tell, tell everyone how I kicked your ass in fantasy football this weekend? Because you love to, you he loves, to talk about fantasy football, monkey. He loves you to tweet how great he is. Was it a sick day? Was it a sick Beat day? him, huh? Kicked his ass. Kicked his ass. His quarterback when got you, hurt. When you wham, beat wham, wham. him, do you, um, do you beat him up like he beats you up? I'm doing it right now. I Usually I don't give a shit because the season's not over. But he's the guy, the second week of the season, he'll beat somebody and he'll be all over podcasts and fucking Twitter like he did something. Michael's never won the league. And so let's right. see how it goes here. He's leading again. Yeah, he's doing well. Look at the stock market, you gorilla. They should yeah, see, that's a deflection. That's a deflection. Right. I you're, love you're, watching you're, him you're, lose. You're, you're love like watching him lose. doing tricks in there. Every monkey has his day. All right. Thank Howard. you, Michael. You know what, Michael? Thank you. I rang, right. Michael, I rang your fucking bell. How's that? Right. <laughs> Oh, boy. Those boys never stop fighting, do they?
Never. All right. So let me take a break. I come back. I'm going to read you some of the fans have written us and let, you know, just give you an idea of what people are writing us. I'm busy with uh, gifts for the holidays. Oh, God, do I hate this time of year. It's horrible. What's horrible? Gifts. Can we all agree? Oh, my God. With you, you're the toughest one, you know. I got I her everything. You, you don't have to get me anything. I started with your gift back in... 19 what? <laughs> no, no, no. I started a couple of months ago over the summer with your gift. And then it evolved. Now I'm working how I'm going to get it to you. Oh, boy. What day I should get it to you because I know you're going to be busy over the holidays. And I'm like, ay, ay, ay. And then... You want me to now, come get it because I have to go into Manhattan anyway. I could just keep on going to you. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that because I got like three different boxes of stuff for you. And oh my, yeah, I put together. I, I get her great gifts. I'm really a he does. Guy. He I does. Do. It's it's ridiculous. It's oh this what I mean. Gonna, my God, I don't this know. This will blow you, your mind. Really? Yeah, I did a good job this year. Oh, oh shit! My. Now I'm nervous. Now I got you, T.J. Holmes. He's gonna come to your house and fuck you hard. That's what I got you. <laughs> Whoever T.J. Holmes is, now he's in my life. No, I, I, you know, I put a lot of thought into your gift, and now I just got it. It's a good thing I, I began months ago with this, because I'm always caught short, you know? Mm. So I, but, but the holidays with the gifts and, oh, my God, and the cards. Don't you we think all, about the wonderful, you're, ex no. you're, you're showing the love. Well, yeah, no, well, your gift I'm excited doing. about. Your gift yeah. I'm excited about. Well, why are you getting people gifts that you're not excited about? The people. Well, you got to. But you know what it is? It's not that I'm not excited about these people. These are people who are dear and dear to me. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I never feel like I know what to get and uh, what's the right thing. And, you know, I don't know. And then, you know, Beth got me into this thing with birthdays and friends getting birthday things. And ah, I tell so you, you go, now, I, I forget most birthdays. I don't I never, bother. <laughs> she started Jimmy Kimmel, who was a near and dear friend. Yeah. Beth started on me. Did you get Jimmy a birthday gift? It was Jimmy's Jimmy birthday. Kimmel. I don't even remember when. I go, well, I go, honey, I'm a guy. We don't get each other gifts. Jimmy's so good to Kimmel, you. He's Kimmel. always thoughtful. I go, well, something's wrong with him. Um, she starts in with me. Beth is so good about that stuff. She's amazing, really. Amazing. She's so connected and she knows what's going on in people's lives and she's just there. She says to me the other night, you know, I make you into a human being. I go, what do you mean by that? She goes, because I'm the one who tells you what to do and, and how you're supposed to pick up the phone and call people and you're supposed to. I go, yeah, you do. You are good at that. And I do appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. I said, but I don't want to get you got to do it again. <laughs> I don't want to get Jimmy a gift. I said, I don't want to still go down that. She goes, but he gets you a gift. I go, well, I know. But maybe if I stop getting him a gift, he'll stop. <laughs> she goes, he's never going to stop. That's how Jimmy is. Jimmy loves yeah. you. And he likes to, you know, give you a Kimble, gift. I said, oh, what the fuck? So she got me into exchanging gifts with people on their birthday. Uh, Dudes, you know, what did I get him? So I was like, I don't know what to get him, you know. And uh, so 
I said and maybe Jimmy I'll turn. Jimmy comes up with these great, interesting gifts too. Yeah, Jimmy's a good gift giver. Oh yeah, Jimmy's perfect. Kimble, <laughs> um, Kimble. Now anyway, I got him. I got him this beautiful pen because I'm into pens, fountain yes. pens. And I said, you know, I read an article that said if you really care about someone, maybe one of the gift ideas is to turn them onto something you're into. Right. So I said, all right. I don't know if Jimmy's into fountain pens or not, but I got him this beautiful bottle of ink and a pretty pricey fountain pen. Uh-uh. Let me tell you. Yeah. And the birthday came and went. I didn't hear anything from the, from Jimmy. Really? Nothing. And he's always, he's got a thank you note and all this kind of stuff. I said, well, maybe he's busy. He has it open and maybe he gets a lot of gifts because he maybe gives he got a lot lost. of gifts. Did he get it? Well, it turned out I ordered it from a place I get all my pens from. They didn't include the note that oh. uh, I. So he, I don't think he knew it he was from me. He didn't even know that it was from you. And then we got in touch with his assistant, and the assistant said, "Oh, Jimmy orders a lot of pens and things." I thought it was from that he ordered it. Ooh. So then I think word got to Jimmy, and then Jimmy was felt terrible. He sent me a, a letter, you know, basically Jimble thanking Kimble. me, written with the fountain pen. But it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, Jimmy's going through his tons of pens trying to find right. the one you sent so he can write a note with it. Jimmy's going to be hosting the Oscars in March. Jimble, Jimble. I know. I read that while we were on vacation. And didn't you tell him never to do that again? Does Jimmy think he's the only one who can handle if Will Smith loses it at the Oscars? Well, I believe Jimmy would have. Jimmy's an excellent host. You know, I love Jimmy. So, I, you know, he can do no wrong in my book. I watched him do a bit with the Guillermo the other night that was so funny. They were talking to two kids about Christmas and gifts or something. Uh, I, I forget the, 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 the gist, of it, but it was so funny. He had me laughing. So, you know, I love Jimmy and everything. And he did call me. He said, what do you think about me hosting the Oscars? And I, I lied to him. I told him I think it's a good idea. Because uh, I don't want to bum him out. I don't. Well, know. you changed your tune because you'd already said enough of that. Don't host any of these shows. It's a thankless job. Listen, what you said. Yeah, I don't want to be come off like some kind of expert. If I was Jimmy Kimmel, I would not host the Oscars. I'd say fuck you, Oscars. Kimball Kimball. You know, it's it's thankless. It's a it's a big job. You always get fucking panned by the press. That's right. You're critiqued more so than what you normally do. The, the, the this year I couldn't tell you a movie that I saw that's going to be up for an. No one goes right. to the movies anymore. Um. So I would, if I was being honest, which I'm never honest in these uh, off-air conversations, <laughs> I'm honest on the air. I would have told Jimmy, "Don't do it," but I didn't want to bum him out because it sounded to me like he was already doing it. And and I don't want to be the guy, the bummer guy who goes, "No, Jimmy, don't do it," because that's me. And you know, and Jimmy has built a, a huge following by doing things. Yeah, by always being there, being the guy you can depend on, and doing a good job. But he He's be hosted the Oscars a couple of times before already. And he and did a I good job. And I think he did the Emmys and I don't think he's done the Grammys. I think he's done the Emmys. 
And like he says, you know, he would have handled the uh, slap, the Will Smith, Chris Rock situation much differently. But between you and me, who knows? You don't know what goes on at these things. Half the time you're backstage, you don't even know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, you might not even be aware of what's happening on the stage. Right. And then the next thing you know, you're getting called out by the press saying, ah, Jimmy Kimmel didn't come out and didn't do it and blah, 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 blah. It's a thankless fucking job. And they'll blame Jimmy for the ratings. Jimble Kimball. And meanwhile, nobody's watching because nobody knows the movies anymore. And even if Jimmy's hilarious, which he will be, there's a chance Will Smith will show up and slap the shit out of you. Well, Will Smith can't because he's banned, remember? And they will lock him up at the door if he tries to get in. What if he wears a hood like Kanye West? <laughs> How's Jimmy going to know? I, don't, I guess but, he could uh, get in if he really tries. I love Jimmy a lot, and I God bless him. He wants to go host the Oscars. I wanted to say, Jimmy, don't do it. Do you think they have the guts to nominate Wilson, Will Smith again this year? No, no. Will Smith, they, they, no one wants to know from it. <laughs> no one wants to know. I we'll mean, the see. guy getting up on camera, a live event, smacking the shit out of Chris Rock, weighs 25 pounds. I mean, for crying out loud. The whole thing was an embarrassment. And he's the good guy. You know, Will Smith, this guy's built up an image. You know, everybody loves Will Smith. All of a sudden, you're like, what the fuck? Who did that, that come yeah. from? Who? that guy but uh, but he's got this movie that they've just released that they had to delay after the slap mm. it should have come out a long time ago and i heard it got uh, shitty reviews of, i don't know i haven't read the reviews but it's the kind of movie you know like people think it's if you're gonna get nominated it's one of these kind of movies i'm more a fan of uh Will Smith's wife, Jada. Or I like. Well, she didn't do I like anything him. this year. I like Will Smith. I mean, I like his movies. I don't know about the guy personally. I never really dealt with him. But uh, Jada we had on. And Come on, hubba, baby. Hubba, hubba. That's a <laughs> You're woman. a fan of her looks. Come on, baby. <laughs> I'll tell you what else. I'm a fan of his daughter, Willow. I like her. Willow seems I, I to saw be amazing. I saw her on Saturday Night Live. She was pretty good. And then they had a picture of her over the weekend wearing pants where the whole pant, you almost see her vagina. Like it's like all cut out what? pants. And yeah, it was beautiful. Stop looking at her. She's younger I than gotta your look. daughter. Yeah, no. yeah, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm saying I, she was an attractive kid. That's all. Vagina pussy. Yeah, the Will Smith uh, slap of Chris Rock caught me off guard. It was like watching Jesus kick a dog. I mean, right. yeah, you sit there and go, like, wait a second. I you thought heard he's so like many a great things about Jesus, and all of a sudden you see him kick a dog. Yeah, isn't he always talking about evolving and uh, we got to love Turning each the other? Turning the other cheek and yeah, yeah, love. Yeah. Turns out it's all bullshit. <laughs> Everybody's full of shit. Even I'm full of shit. Jimmy human beings up. are full of shit, yes. Yeah, I'm so full of shit. Never be friends with me. Because uh, like <laughs> Jimmy, who I love, I love this guy, calls me up. What should I do to the Academy Award? Yes. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, <laughs> no, don't do it. But he is terrific at it. And if anybody he is, he's a great host. He's a sweet guy. I love him. But uh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck do you need Jimbo that for? He's got his own late night show. It's enough. He's doing he's doing it, but 
I wanted to tell him not to do it. But I feel it funny seems telling people. That, you know, I I imagine there was really quite a conversation this time around because they need him more than he needs them. Well, I hope he's going to get paid something for it. That's what I'm saying. That you know, this yeah. had to be one of those things where they stepped up because he told me they've had some trouble. I'm not telling you anything out of school. I mean, he told us on the air. He says it's a tremendous amount of work just writing the monologue and the bits and the this and the that. And the, there's a tremendous amount of work. I go, well, they must pay you a fortune for something like that. He goes, no, not really. Yeah. yeah. But you don't want to fall flat on your face, right? So biggest stage, you're pouring a lot into it, even if they don't think it's such a big deal that they should pay you. Yeah. What's Jimmy going to do? I mean, I guess he could have somebody come up and smack him in the head and make fun of that or something. I don't know. Well, wasn't it? Was it the Emmys where he got dragged out? And then, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. Jimmy got eviscerated for that. Bit. He, he was trying to do something funny. The, the guy drags him out on stage. And uh, and the next thing you know, he, he insulted. Uh, what's her name? He insulted the woman. The, the yeah, woman. the woman who won the uh, Emmy. Emmy. I can't remember yeah. her name now, but exactly that was a big mess. Yeah. So maybe he feels like he has to redeem himself, and that's yeah. why he's doing this. Yeah. I don't know. Award shows blow. All right. The woman's name was Quinta Brunson. He was disrespectful to her. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, they, here we go. God forbid anybody has any fun. But uh, listen, when I win the Academy Award, which I should have for private parts, I was brilliant in it. Everyone knows it. Um, they could retroactively yeah, uh, when, award, uh, nominate you. Well, they'll probably award me uh, for a, a Lifetime Achievement Award there <laughs> at some point for my body of work. Uh, but... Uh, I, I don't want anyone laying on the floor that I have to step over. So maybe I, <laughs> maybe I understand. Let's go to Johnny. Johnny, you're on in California. and uh, But I will watch Jimmy. I support whatever Jimmy does. Of course does. we'll watch Jimmy. I will be right there hanging on his every word. Oh, hey, Jimmy told... Hey, Johnny, let me just say this. Jimmy told Wanda Sykes on the show People. that he got paid $15,000 to host the Oscars. Go ahead, Johnny. You're on the air. When? Not hey, this year. Kimble, uh, whatever year he did it. What is, what's going on, Johnny? Oh, excuse me, if I may interrupt just for a moment. Um, I, I actually called to comment on a piece you guys ran last week. It was a hawk talk, I think. It's a segment that you guys did last year, but the new one, I believe it's with the bagel guy, Perlman. I think he produced it. Did you hear what this is this guy talking I, about? I don't know. I'm telling you, I'm not connecting with my audience today. I keep hanging up on people. I don't. What are you about saying? Mike Perlman? I don't know, dude. I gotta go. I'm 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 bumming out. I'm bumming. What out. are you saying? I don't know what anyone's talking about. I hear other shows. People talk and make sense. It's something about this show. Nobody makes any sense. Hey, Jason, you're on in Connecticut. Hey Howard, um, now that you've interviewed Springsteen and uh, and Mick Jagger and and um, Eddie Vedder, I think is one of the greats. Uh, yes, I think the last thing you really need to do before you retire is is get Perlman 
under a lie detector and see if he actually messed with Ronnie's bagel. <laughs> Not a bad idea. I would do that. Uh, what Jason's referring to is Mike Perlman, who works for us. It's been a long-standing feud between Ronnie and Mike Perlman. Uh, Ronnie feels Mike Perlman fucked with his food. You don't fuck with a guy's food. He feels Mr. that bagel. Mike Perlman made yeah made fun of his bagel. Mr. Or, bagel. Or, or well, messed did with something his bagel. to it, yeah. And uh, Mike Perlman swears he never touched Ronnie's bagel. He said Ronnie's senile. He's thinking people are fucking with his food. <laughs> Uh, what about it, Mike? Would Mr. you take bagel. a lie detector about the the uh, bagel? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I believe you, by yeah, the way. I think Ronnie's out of his mind. I don't think you touched his bagel. I, I mean, really don't. It's a big no-no here. You don't mess with people's food. And I and I said I said it before. I wouldn't want to mess. I wouldn't want to see. I like to goof on Ronnie, but I wouldn't want to see him eat something that was fucked with. You know what I mean? Well, I know Mike swore on his daughter's life that he did not touch Ronnie. I didn't Bagel know he had a daughter. Does he have a daughter? Two. <laughs> oh, you have two daughters. Yeah. Got wow. a newborn at home. Oh, no wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank I didn't you. know you were married, dude. I I'm not married. Were I'm, oh. div I'm divorced. And then I got I got one with my girlfriend who I'm going to get engaged to soon. Oh, all right. Well, you're a player. Dude, what the fuck's going on over there? Did you know that, Ronnie? Perlman's got two kids. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. He still got those glasses on. Go oh, fuck yourself with this glasses thing. You're the only one who made fun of him, jerk off. What do you mean? Everybody was, was laughing no, at Everybody, yeah, everybody. You got to wear them now, though, because if, if you took them off now, then it would I'm be I'm not like, taking them off. I have defeated. no reason to take them off. I picked them, I liked them, and I have no reason to listen to your bullshit, okay? I miss him, oh, you know what What's it is, wrong, Mike? Ronnie? Are you are you saying, Mike, that Ronnie, if the, maybe now he's looking at the glasses, and now if he wants to take them off, he can't. I don't want to take like, them off, but it would if look he, like he was listening to you. Right? It looks like he's defeated. Like he took our, you know, like he took our. Um, he that you were right. What, yeah. Dude, right. Why would Why would I get glasses I don't like? I don't know. Man. Well, I heard I heard the entire staff now is making fun of Ronnie's glasses. Good. Let the whole and I don't give a shit who makes fun of what. Well, Ronnie's in Vegas and they they're his there. TCB glasses. <laughs> they weren't there when I picked them out. Nobody told them or me or who how to pick out my glasses. I picked out what I wanted. Okay. Well, what they, they, in other words, Mike was saying. And they can saying, make fun all they want. They can go fuck themselves. I don't care. Mike they, was they saying. They all, should look, they all should look at themselves in the mirror also. Okay. I'm not. I'm, Mike, not, okay, Howard, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead, it's Mike, like, Howard, know. you know, I mean, Ronnie, it's, it's just the glasses, though. It's just like one or two things. The glasses and the mustache and a couple other things. Dude, go <laughs> Dude, worry about yourself. Worry about your your two kids, your 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 new wife or wherever she is, girlfriend. <laughs> worry about that. Worry about your job. Don't worry about me. Okay? I'm always worried about you. Don't man. worry about me. Well, the way I, I, I got no choice he's but to so worry about you. Cranky today. What's wrong the, with him? Because he's sick. I'll tell you what happened. I'm not him. sick. I heard, I heard you. I heard you uh, ran yourself down. I'm not down, sick. But, but let me just put a, a, a an exclamation point or, or a period on the. A glasses discussion. A lot of the guys in the office were saying that the new glasses Ronnie got look a lot like safety goggles for woodworking. Well, like good. when you were in woodshop. Awesome. I'm and happy for them. 
Does anyone want to? What, what was this poll, Mike? Do you know anything about it around the office? Yeah, because he poll? probably took the poll. No, I didn't take the poll, but you're right, Howard. They look like they're. No, I didn't say that. I, I don't mind Ronnie's glasses, but I know what you mean. They are a little uh, heavy. They're they're little they're goggly looking. Yeah, they're a little big yeah. on his face. They're a little That's big because I've never worn glasses like this before. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Chris, what was this yeah. poll they took? Well, I don't. I know the the poll was not favorable to Ronnie. I believe most people in Chris, the poll did not like I the glasses. I don't care. I'm not here to goof on you. I want to give you advice because I'm a glasses wearer. The issue with your glasses is you probably have a very high prescription like me. You have to pay the extra money to get thin lenses. I do. You, <laughs> you got to pay more because they still look like bottle caps. Whatever, dude. You're out in the desert. You're going to start a fire with those things. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, right, Chris, he's getting upset. Do it. Thank I'm not you. getting All upset. Right. Try to help him. There's nothing anyway. to help me with, dude. Anyway, Ronnie, the only thing I heard about Ronnie was that he went to a rodeo. Listen to this, Mike. He went to a rodeo. Uh, and, you know, hey, by the way, I should even read what the fans wrote because you two guys generated more email over the weekend than anybody else. This was all about Ronnie's look and Mike Perlman commenting on it. Mm -hmm. um, the fans love hearing Mike Perlman and John Blitt goof on Ronnie's mustache and sunglasses. Um, they're not sunglasses, first of all. Well, dark glasses, right? Well, they're they tint. They have yeah. a tint to them. Okay? It's uh, a mystery what they are. A 1% <laughs> tint, which is the lowest tint you can possibly get. Mike Perlman fucking with Ronnie will never not be funny. Blit and Perlman are fucking hilarious. They know the exact Ronnie buttons to push. John Blit and Mike Perlman are comedy gold. But the fans wrote in about uh, Ronnie's new look. And some of them are trying to make jokes. Ronnie looks like Andrew Dice Clay's grandfather. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's those are what Dice wears. Yeah. Give Ronnie a break. If he wants to look like the love child of Carrie Donovan and Yosemite Sam, that's his right. Wow. Ronnie looks like he's perpetually ready to go skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie looks like... <laughs> Ronnie looks... Ronnie looks like De Niro at the end of Casino. How fitting. So there you go. So a lot of people trying to get in on this. Mike Perlman and King of All Blacks. They started brainstorming some ideas for Ronnie makeover. Yeah, good. Here's what they thought he could wear when he goes out to dinner with Stephanie. We got tape of this. So I guess oh, Mike, really? Perlman, Mike Perlman and King of All Blacks got together and they're commenting on Ronnie's appearance. And what he might wear when he goes to dinner with his fiance. What can he put on that will look good? Okay. He can wear, listen, if he's going out to dinner, get him a nice uh, uh, Lacoste shirt, you know, with a blazer, a nice blazer. I see him in, I see him in some boat shoes. You know? Right. I see that too. Ugh. Yeah. Some boat shoes, a nice Ugh. khaki. You don't got to spend a lot of get money. The gap got that. nice yeah, stuff. And, and, and some nice sunglasses. He's wearing those Oakleys. Like, yeah, yeah. He wears his big <laughs> yeah. with the mirror. You know, come on. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you want to wear some sneakers, you don't got to wear Jordans. He's too old for that. No. Get you a nice pair of, um, Get a nice pair of Nike Air Max. 
I well, guess, there you go, Ronnie. These guys got together. Yeah, Believe yeah, it or not, they're discussing your look. Yep. Yeah. That's you know, great. That, that, that's something that you could... Isn't it hot out there, uh, uh, Ronnie? You know, isn't it hot down in Vegas? You wear pants everywhere. There, Ronnie? Ronnie? He doesn't wear a pair of khaki shorts. You know, just something to kind of like... You got, you got so much going on. It's just so much. It's like a cartoon character. Well, uh, here's uh, Dan, who's from Connecticut, and says he's an optometrist, and he wants to weigh in on this. Go ahead, Dan. Okay. You know, hey, everyone's focused on the wrong thing. It's not the look of the glasses. I'm very concerned they're throwing off Ronnie's vision. I can almost guarantee that could be possible. That the way those too. are fitting, they're not. He's not seeing properly out of those. Ronnie, are those progressives or single vision? Single. Uh, reading only, distance only. Distance. Distance, yeah, there's way too much peripheral distortion you're getting on the sides of those. You're probably not seeing properly. Just wanted to let you know. Dude, I've been wearing wrap glasses for the longest time, so, you know, never yeah. had a problem. Never had a problem. Okay. As long hey, as you know, good. Dan, you're right. I, I do have trouble with my glasses. I, I find that, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I'm not seeing clearly sometimes because it, it feels like there's distortion. Yeah, but, I've uh, offered to be your personal optician for years now. If you want to take me up on it, I'll take you off the air. I can absolutely help you out with that. Yeah, but you're up in Connecticut. I'm not going to Connecticut for a... I, I can help you over the phone. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ronnie, uh, Ronnie says he's willing to go blind for his look. He loves it. <laughs> he's about to. I think if you don't get the right fitting glasses, Ronnie. Dude, right. I've been wearing... You know? Your eyes change, though. I know you've been wearing them for years, but... Also, why aren't you in progressives? You must be having issue reading up close. Everyone's no. presbyotic after about 50. Yeah, okay. He says he's fine. He says okay, he Doc. See. You don't need them to read, you don't, or you don't read. No, I this? don't need them to read. <laughs> Here's apples. What do you want to say? Hey, now, I, uh, I actually dressed up as Ronnie for Halloween. Oh, you're so fucking cool. To, <laughs> it was great. Ron Caps, our yeah, personal yeah. friend, retweeted it. Yeah, your personal uh, friend. He's not your personal friend, dude. My brother's known him longer than you have, pal. Yeah, my right. brother. What, is, what do you want to yeah. say, Apples? And just say it. Go Let's go. I, I tried to dress such a wannabe Ronnie. nobody, you know? I I love you, pal. I tried to dress yeah. up as I Ronnie, fucking hate I you, pal. Safety glasses. <laughs> That's what okay. you got? Safety glasses? I, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, safety yeah, glasses. I, I put on Milwaukee safety glasses. And then I, I was like, nah, this, this looks too much like safety glasses. I saw the picture of Ronnie. I sent it in a side-by-side -side of me and him. We look like twins. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. All right. Good. Listen. Yeah. Awesome. Look. Oh, yeah. There, there's apples oh, dressed wow. up as Ronnie. They look just yeah. like Ronnie's glasses. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, he looks like he, that's a good costume. Okay. I get it. Ronnie, is there guys down in Vegas wearing those, those glasses like that? Is that like a trend down there? <laughs> I'm just asking. It probably is. Yeah. They look like Vegas glasses number, to okay? me. Do me a favor. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Ron? Lose my name, lose my number, okay? Oh, he's so my... cranky today. I know God. he's very cranky. I'll tell you why. I heard what he did this week. Yeah, you don't. You tell me why. You know, you're not in you my why. fucking head, dude. You went to the rodeo, and I heard <laughs> yeah, you got sick, and I had a good and time. I didn't get sick. Rodeo. He went to the rodeo and then he couldn't do something the next day because he was not feeling good. I was hungover. What oh. couldn't you do? You were supposed to do I something the next to day. I was supposed to go to the Raiders game yesterday. One of my friends and what happened? it just didn't. It didn't happen. I didn't go because I'm, you were I was sick. hungover. 
That's uh, not being sick. I'm not well, sick. How much are you drink? How much are you drinking that you're hungover from the night before? It was a long night. He's, yeah. like, a, he's like a teenager. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a teenager. <laughs> Worry about yourself, Perlman. Okay. Yeah. You know, I come across so many people like here in New York that that have had some sort of. It seems like Ronnie knows everybody, like in the tri-state yeah. area. Please. Everybody I I come across has some sort of like crossing of paths of life. Yeah, you know with why? Ronnie, because you hang out in strip clubs all the time. No, that's I, why. I hang out in strip clubs all the time. Yeah, everybody, well, that's where I know people. Howard, I had the greatest story over the summer. Uh, you know, I, I always run to people that know Ronnie. I go, you know, I, I, you know, I, I go to his bank. I used to live across the street from him. I'm at a funeral this summer, out of all places. Wow! I'm talking to this woman. Uh, it was it was a uh, one of my uh, girlfriend's relatives, and she's about you know fifty, fifty, early fifties, nice looking woman. And um, she asked me what I do. I say I work here. She goes, "Is Ronnie still with Howard?" I say, "Yeah, Ronnie's still with Howard. He's, you know, he's working. Uh, you know, he, he's retired, but he's, he's still a part of the show." She goes, "Oh my God!" I go, "How do you know Ronnie?" So she goes, um, "She gets into it. It turns out, like thirty years ago, her father owned a um, a, a, a showroom uh, on Madison Avenue downstairs from the old K Rock, <laughs> and Howard what? and Ronnie used to park the, the limo while he waited for you while you did the show there." So she goes, Ronnie was the best. He was such a nice guy. I'd worked there in the summers, you know, in between school. She goes, Ronnie used to let us go inside Howard's limo and hang out in there and sit there. And while, while Ronnie oh, did, the, while Howard did the show. You are so oh, full my. of shit. Oh, that's horrible. You're so I go, full of I go, shit. are you serious? I go, did Howard know about this? She goes, no, we would just go Perlman, in there. We would, have a, we would have a blast. Perlman. Stop being a fucking asshole now. Now you are being an asshole. Now you are being a total fucking asshole. I couldn't believe this story. I couldn't Don't believe make it. me fucking be an asshole to you right now, okay? <laughs> wow. Well, Ron. You are, you are going down the wrong street right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I, like, I'm showing well, Ronnie, on Madison Avenue. Maybe what are you the, talking about? Maybe these women are making up stories, but uh, that yet, you know, who knows? You never let yeah. anybody in the limo to, to kind no. of sit there? And no, the only one that's sure? ever been in the limo in that kind of, like, a situation is Stephanie. That's it. No, this is oh, 30 yeah, years ago. Didn't you he fuck her in the limo? I don't care, I don't care yeah. dude. I don't care if it was a hundred years ago. This woman had no reason to lie. And she was like, she, she she must have been like in college at the time. She was saying that she used to go in there. We used to watch the Today Show on the TV in the back of Howard's limo. You are so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a nice, well, that's my worst nightmare. She Bro, pulled up right in front of. Right I'm in front telling of, you right now, you got better stop lying about this now. I'm not because lying. Now you I don't lie about anything, lying. dude. I'm you're telling you what lying, she told dude. me. This you're is what she told lying. me. This is another well, thing for the lie detector. I'll see if I can get her to call in. You're <laughs> fucking lying, I can try dude. to arrange a call in. So <laughs> yeah, you arrange it from one of your phony people. Oh, that was so funny, man. I was crushing. Yeah, it was so <laughs> funny at a funeral, yeah. I was laughing so hard over the grave. What do you want to say, Ralph? Hey, now. Hey, uh, hey now. I, I want to talk about Ronnie's glasses here for a second. And, and in all honesty, uh, first of all, Ronnie, what happened to your old glasses? Those were great. Those really I still have them. Okay, you should wear them. Because yeah, okay. these, no, Ronnie, listen to me. They're a little, the shape is a little off. And I don't know what Chris was saying about why they're so thick, but they're so thick. Your your eyes are distorted. It just looks weird. It just brings attention to to your eyes. It's They're not good. They look like they serve like a utility purpose, like, uh, you know. Thank you, Ralph, for your comments. That's fine. 
Well, uh, what do you think, Ron? I'm not not being defensive, Ralph. I pick what I like, okay? And if you don't like it, that's fine with me. I don't care. Ralph, what would you recommend for him? What, like, what kind of glasses do you think would look oh, good on him? Sun, sunglasses. Bunch of fucking dopes. <laughs> you, you, you have to try a bunch of different ones on and see what looks good. What I think looks good with Ronnie is his old ones. They were sort of wrapped around a little bit. They were straight across the top. They, they, they fit him well. He well, on our, phone, on our phone is the guy who sold Ronnie his glasses. How are you, sir? Oh. Mr. I'm okay. You know, we still can't believe we sold those fucking things. We, we put them out there as a joke. You know, oh. out there for kids to wear them and take a silly picture. Oh, I see. Uh, and you were surprised when Ronnie bought them? Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, we're we're happy for the business, but uh, we'll let you exchange them for free if you want, Ronnie. You know, the joke's gone far enough. All right. Well, this guy says they were meant as a joke. Those glasses and uh, right. Yeah. Oh, on our phone is the woman. Who got a limo tour from Ronnie? <laughs> Hi, ma'am. Hi. It was 1987. <laughs> and Ronnie said, Come on in, lady. You got huge tits. And he gave me a tour. And I flipped my bean on your dashboard. <laughs> I squirted all over where you sit. And if you find a colostomy bag in the trunk, that's mine. I haven't had it for several decades. And I've been right. sitting. All right, all right, right. Thank you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Ron, it seems that King of All Blacks and and Mike Perlman, right? Then they go into this whole conversation. I want Ronnie to hear this because he should know you guys are talking about him. I don't like secrets around here. No, of course, of course uh, not. Anything had, to break my fucking balls, right, dude? No, 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 no. Oh, I want no, you to know what no. they're saying. Oh, yeah, I think you yeah. look great. I think you look great. Yeah. King uh, King had some good advice for Ronnie when it comes to his suit. His suit, uh, you know, he's got to get it a little bit more tailored, I think. Like, he's got to get it more. He's got to bring it in. He's got the baggy, baggy dress pants. Listen, you need a couple of suits that ain't off the rack that you could... His suits you can wash in the washing machine and dryer. <laughs> his suits. <laughs> the suits he wears now are wash and wear. <laughs> you gotta take him to the dry cleaner. No. <laughs> hey, where you at? My suits in the washing machine. I'll be right there. Ronnie, that ain't true, right? I mean, he's a joke. Your, your yeah, suits go to the dry cleaner. Yeah, you go to right. the dry cleaner, right? I threw all my suits in the garbage, man. You know, I don't need you? fucking. I don't need fucking suits anymore. You know what? Well, I wait a second. What if you go to like a wedding or? So a, I'll go a out fancy... and buy a suit. Okay, I don't I have see. a fucking suit anymore. I really? Don't need suits? Nah. I, 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 Why did you do that? I, fuck needs them. Well, well you man. do. You go to you go to different events and stuff. You come to you New York. Everything's casual here. You, you don't nice need fucking suits. You need a jacket. What are you talking about? But it's not, it's suits, fun yeah. sometimes to go out somewhere and put on a suit. Maybe in uh, you know if you go to a fancy restaurant, <laughs> or maybe you get invited to like a high end party, or one of someone a relative has a wedding. Why would you throw out those suits? Throw them out, man. Wow. <laughs> The one thing that looks good on you is a suit, and you throw him out. <laughs> throw he does out. look good on a suit when it's, you know, when he has it done right. Now, you know what? You guys are just busting on him. He, his suits fit him fine. He looks good. And King of All Blacks should shut the fuck up because he came in once for a fashion segment, and he had, was wearing a T-shirt with fold marks in it. <laughs> like, he just bought it the, the, like, yeah. the morning <laughs> of. Exactly. And a, fur right. co- and a fur coat. Well, my thing with Ronnie's suits was always the shirts that he wore under with the matching T-shirt underneath. I think what you do, and I was explaining this to King, too, I think when you wear a suit, 
And Howard, I think you'd agree with this as well. You always wear a white shirt underneath. And if you want to add a little bit of color, you add it with the tie. And I right. remember, Ronnie, you used to always wear suits at K-Rock. I remember always seeing you on the show. You had a suit. You had a tie on. It looked a lot more. Sh- it was like a different guy. He didn't have the big mustache. It looked a lot younger, too. I guarantee if you shave that mustache and you get the right suit with the white shirt, it'll take 10 years off your look. Yeah, I'm going right to sit away. here every fucking morning wear a fucking suit and a fucking... Nobody and, said and, that. No, and not that. I'm just saying, in general, I've, I've seen the difference. I'm not just goofing. I just, I've seen A and B. Why don't you worry about the way you look? Look, okay, worry about yourself. Don't he worry does. about me. That no, mustache has got to be taken down a little bit, Ronnie. You think? It, it just a uh, couple notches. It's, <laughs> it's 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 all uneven. It's just taking over your face. You feel he should um, maybe use a uh, what do you call that? A clippers and clip down the mustache. Clip it if he's doing it like an eight. You know, go down to like a six. I mean, it's just it's just growing outwards it looks very odd it's too much he's right ron hmm. he's right it has a life of its own i think he should keep on growing it like i said the other day it's a it's a beautiful thing on his face mind you ronnie called me on on saturday night left me a message and then i get a phone call from him like sunday hey did i did i call you last night i, I don't remember if i actually what? called you last night yeah holy <laughs> cow <laughs> yeah wow. Something is that Alzheimer's or is it from drinking? A combination, hybrid, you don't Alzheimer's, re- you, alcohol. You were so drunk, Ronnie, you don't remember calling Blit? I wasn't sure. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Did I call, what did I say? I wasn't, okay? I wasn't sure. Let me ask Mike, you're a health freak. Should guys Ronnie's age be getting blackout drunk? Uh, I, I wasn't bl- I wasn't that blacked out. Listen, me. he's got the you, constant... You didn't remember the phone call. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I thought I talked to him, but I wasn't out. sure. He's Mike, got, should he be doing this? I mean, I don't think it's that good, but like the way he gets all riled up all the time, I don't think is good. You know, this drinking, I don't think is good. I, you know, the riling up. Well, maybe if you shut thing. your fucking mouth, but I wouldn't you know be what? riled up. But you know what? He seems like he's got the constitution of a, of a 22-year-old kid. Like, he, he doesn't seem like this... Any of this kind of shit can affect them. And God bless them. I, I hope I'm right. like that when I'm 70. Until it does. <laughs> I don't think so, Ralph. I think he I think he can handle it. You think he's doing all right, huh? Yeah, he's a tough guy, Ronnie. As far as I know, Ronnie's in perfect health. So there you go. I don't hear any uh, complaints. But uh, I'm worried about the drinking. I mean, that's all. That's, you know, how many drinks did you have? We've had a lot of these stories now. Uh, how many drinks did you have, Ron? Hmm. Three? Probably about yeah. six. Oh, six what? You remember? Nine. Yeah. Mm. No, but it was six. Around six. But they were oh. in like, um, you know, those the big plastic cups. And some weed. Oh. Oh. Weed. So. <laughs> what were you drinking? <laughs> like a well, frat boy. Weed. No, I smoked weed when I got home. Oh. <laughs> and a frat boy. He's like a frat boy. And you got wasted at the rodeo. Whoa! Yeah. Well, we were in a suite with a bar. What was it like? Okay. What they do with the with the with the, the bull or whatever it is they bring out there, and they do a whole thing. What is the rodeo? I don't even like. What is that? There, like a. Uh, what are you watching? What, yeah. What are you watching? Just drinking. You're watching bull bull riding, bull roping. <laughs> so he's sitting there in the in the Barreling. stands while they're doing that, getting wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to be wasted. By that. Everybody was. I wasn't like the only one. Between the Everybody. glasses and watching bullfights, I think uh, he's making a lot yeah, of bullfights. He's not thinking straight. He's whacked. Right. Yeah. You like that, huh? The rodeo. Jesus. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. Yeah. 
You were never the thinking. But about- they didn't really see the rodeo. Yeah, he we saw freaking. the rodeo. No, we saw the right. rodeo. We saw it. You would never think right, Ronnie's so- a guy from New York. Well, let's remember, uh, a lot of the people here feel Ronnie's new glasses are not good for his face, but Ronnie likes them, and he says he's going to stick with them. Ralph says uh, the glasses aren't good. Uh, Ronnie, Mike Pullman, don't, 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 Ronnie, don't dig your heels in. I, I'm saying this as a friend. I think the other ones looked great on you, and I, I, I would stick with something like that or similar Ralph, to those. I appreciate it. I appreciate what you're saying. I Be like honest. the glasses, and that's it. You know, and that's it. Ron's going to stick with it. They Why feel would I okay because they don't even look like they fit right. Well, yeah, they, they look off, Ronnie. They're just not. What do you mean they look, they look off? Well, they don't look like they belong on your head. I mean, that's how <laughs> they look like they belong to somebody else. And, well, and the lenses are all weird. They're super thick, like Mr. Magoo. All right. Well, look, uh, I don't want to uh, upset Ronnie. I'm not uh, upset. They're not like horrible, them. but you could do better, Ronnie. Do do it. Be your best self. I like them. That's, how a that's all I'm no, saying. No, you too. don't. You don't how like them. Stop it. You don't. What like is them. it, Blit? Why? There, why would I st- buy them, dude? If I didn't like them, you were stunt that high. No, I wasn't. No, come on. Come on. What do you <laughs> want to say, Blit? Then so I want to get out of this. There's a stunt that Ronnie agreed to do. He doesn't want to let Perlman lift him up because he's scared of being dropped. So he agreed. To ride Perlman like a horse. Ronnie will dress up like a cowboy. Perlman's on his hands and knees, and Ronnie agreed to ride Perlman. But Ronnie said no bucking. Perlman can't buck him. So that's one stunt <laughs> right. that Ronnie will do. What's going on with that, Ronnie? What's uh, you going to ride him like a horse? About, no, this is all about Blit. This is his, his nonsense. Yeah, okay? you agreed to this. do it for he like wanted, a Wayne. He wanted me. He wanted me to let Perlman fucking bench press me. I could right. press him. Yeah, yeah and I'll wind, think up you like could? Richard, yeah. I'll wind up like Richard Bells and get dropped on my fucking head. You can handle it. <laughs> That's why the How would you do that, you? by the way? How would you bench press Ronnie? Up, I'd pick him up like by his back. I'd hold like the ba- back of his yeah, leg. Yeah, okay. I'd do it to yeah, my five-year-old. I, 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 I'll I, yeah. take the back of your leg, and then I'll take like the, like by your your upper back, and I'll just bench you like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many oh. times? you got to stay still, though. You can't move around. If you just stay really stiff. Like mm-hmm. how much I can do, uh, and, and and why is Ronnie against that? Because he feels you're going to drop. You're not going to drop him, are you? Drop how do you know? How do you scared? Scared? Dude, How do you fucking you. know that? I'm not going to drop you, dude. Well, we'll have spotters yeah. there, Ronnie. Yeah, we spotters. Won't let you spotters. Drop. And yeah. if they, if you do drop, if you do, <laughs> you, hey, Robin, you do it, okay? I'm not going to drop you. He didn't propose it with me. Yeah, well, he's That's why riding wet. is safer. Ride, having Ronnie ride Perlman like a horse dressed as a cowboy is the safer yeah, alternative. Okay. I yeah, think. I'd watch that. You fucking <laughs> yeah, I would watch that for an I would hour. Watch both it of those is things. the Ronnie rodeo. Yeah. It could be like a Wayne You know Seagull what you ought commercial. to do? You should put your finger up Ronnie's ass when you bench press him. That way you won't drop him. <laughs> no, no, but no, I'll put my finger up his ass while I'm riding him. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. One. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like, make him move faster. Yeah, I'll make him move <laughs> fast. Believe me. Yeah. So and what's going on? Is Ron- Ronnie, are you agreeing to l- at least ride him like a horse dressed up as a cowboy? <laughs> oh, stop it. Well, you, you said please. yes. Oh, I have the audio of Ronnie. Dude, I got the I'd love audio. To say, hey, to it. I yeah. taped it for the show. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know what's going on either. Yeah. All right. Blit, what did Ronnie say? What did Ronnie say in that phone call that he can't remember? Anything good? I, have to, I have to go back and listen to, it, but I'll have some tape tomorrow. But I, the morning call was, "Hey, uh, did I call you last night? What the fuck did I say? I don't know." Uh, yeah. So that's it. God bless. Why was he calling you mm-hmm. anyway? I don't even know. It was kind of 
didn't make any sense with the voice. Because I was, w- yeah. I was actually with somebody that was a fan of his. Uh, You're kidding. Who are you with? Yeah. It's a fan of John Blit. No one even knows who John is. Yeah. Well, this person is a big fan of e- pretty much everybody on the show. Oh, I don't. Who's I don't want to get her. In, I don't want to get her in any kind of trouble. So I think I'll just pass. Right. That would you know what would be fun? <laughs> I was thinking about this idea of bench pressing Ronnie, and I was thinking we should build a Ronnie gym where all the equipment is Ronnie. Like in other words, <laughs> Ronnie weight. <laughs> yeah, like every station you go to is Ronnie. Like your bench. <laughs> And then when you do biceps, you use Ronnie. Uh, and then when you girl. do like leg curls, you just use Ronnie. And uh, <laughs> it would be awesome. Or you could hire him like a personal appearance, like one-on-one trainer. You just lift him, carry him around the house. <laughs> hey, any update on your, as long as I got Ronnie here, any update on your big announcement? I know you said you were going to make an announcement oh, yeah. here. And you have a big announcement to make. Uh, I will have it in place by next week. Nice. All right, so next week we'll be getting a big Ronnie announcement. What do you think it is, Mike? Uh, probably, you know, that he's got got a wedding date set, like, you know, an official date. I don't think that's it. I think it's going to be that he's got new glasses. I think that's just going to shock all of us. Yeah, I'm telling you. Blake, what do you think's going on with Ronnie? What's the big announcement? I don't think it's transitioning. I think maybe the wedding or he's doing some kind of makeover, maybe shaving his head completely bald. Do no, something look wise. No. Why would no. why would I announce that to you, Bullet? Why would I do that? Because you like sharing everything with me. Yeah. I think the announcement is it's going to be that Ronnie's married. What do you think yeah. of that? That he already that, got married? Yeah. I have a feeling yep. that's the case too. You wow. probably he did right. say he got, the... ma- he got married and he's like announcing a party. Something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it is, the... Robin? Well, I figure he's never. I don't think he's going to have a baby. I don't think he's. he's oh no do way! That. No, because no, that no. would be big. <laughs> that would be yeah, a I don't, killer announcement. I don't want to be. I don't want to be like Pearl. No, stop it. <laughs> uh, so it can't be that. So I guess it's a, uh, something about a wedding. Well, I know he's really into Christmas and Christmas decorations, so it would make sense that around this holiday season that he's going to either be married or have announcements about his wedding because he already deck. Did you decorate out in Vegas already for Christmas? Yeah. Someone- yeah. Oh, okay. So it's true because yeah. someone told me he's got two huge blow up cars and a couple of like plastic penguins and lights out there in front of his house in, uh, in <laughs> Vegas. Oh, no. Does anybody else have that shit out there or yeah, uh, yeah. are you, you the only one? No, you're the only one. Not the only one. Believe uh, me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the picture. Look what's there going it on. Is. Oh, wow. looks good. Look at that. You did a good Look job. Look at that. Oh, good job. It looks like a junkyard. <laughs> oh, I got to see this. It oh, looks my like God. children what must junkyard? live in that house. Maybe he is having a baby. I don't know. What's that thing with the Santa hat on it, Ron? What is that thing right up front? Not it's the globe. Race. It's a little race car from uh, what the hell is cars. that? Yeah, but cars. who's driving it? <laughs> car. Oh, the car oh, has to be. I'm the, talking about the oh, one the race in the back. Car? And what's all that purple yeah. shit all over the lawn, Ronnie? What is that? Those are lights, I hate to tell you. It's yeah, blue. I mean, it's it's awful. blue. I'm looking at it. <laughs> oh, my God. Where are you seeing that, Ralph? Uh, Chris sent it to me. Ronnie, oh, you my held, God. You held back the dragon this year? No room for the for it on the front? No dragon. Hey, he hasn't got the uh, the bandwidth for it. I have the room for it. I'm just not putting it up. Why not? Well, it looks like there's a big hole. What's that for? 
Yeah, what's that hole? hole? Like, yeah, next to the the other car. What the is car. that other car? It looks like a Disney car. That's the what car from Cars. Yeah, that's no, the car from Cars. No, I mean the lit up car, the one that's like bright red. Yeah, that's in front of the hole. That's just a fucking little race car with Santa Claus and a couple of penguins. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I like what's that big? And what's that big fucking thing in the back? That's another penguin. What's with penguins? When did you I get like into penguins. that? Penguins. Always. You? I, I didn't always like penguins. Holy shit! What a mess. He Ronnie, doesn't what? see a big hole. Dude, I got no problem with your glasses. I don't care what suits you wear, but that you got to get rid of. <laughs> he loves it. It's Ronnie. It makes the house and everything look cheap. And you put a lot right. of money into that place. Ronnie, what's I with wouldn't. those lights that, that are like just kind of strewn next to the car in the, in the foreground? What are you like talking they just, about? They look like the blue lights. It look, they look like they're making out like a lake or something. They just look like, like a road or a lake. Or it what is. It's, it's, a like river. Just, it's a river. It's a river. Oh, it's a river oh. of lights. <laughs> Why does it end before the side? It's there. It's very haphazard. It's I'm surprised a, he did that. River? Why is there a river? He's In got a yard, really, yes. He's got a really nice house. I don't know why you junk it up with that shit. Where do you looks keep like, that crap? Looks like Fred Sanford. <laughs> you got to wait a whole year to bring it out again. Where do you keep it? What do you mean, where do I keep it? It's in a where box. Where do you take it in, down? In the <laughs> right. Yeah, you, keep, in the garage? Do you keep it blowing up the whole day? Like, do you keep it blowing up constantly or is it deflate during nighttime? What's the difference? I'm just asking because I see a lot of people deflate them at nighttime. Like, then it just looks like a like. Yeah, a we shut everything off at night. Oh, okay. <laughs> later so later on. Wait a second. You he doesn't do that. Yeah, you, they you def deflate you deflate that penguin car. Yeah, at when night? you shut the fucking lights off and everything it goes off. Oh, and it then does? it melts and yeah. it deflates. Oh, you're kidding? Oh, and then and then you blow it up the next day. Yeah, Sorry, you turn on the you turn on the switch and it blows back up again. You are kidding me! Wow, Howard, I've seen this. So then during the day, he just has a bunch of deflated crap on his lawn. No, I like oh, a pile of junk on his lawn. <laughs> Has anybody in your neighborhood, your new neighborhood, said to you like, "Hey, dude, can you calm down with that? You, you, it it no, lowers the I'm price not the of only our homes." One. No, I'm not wow. The only one. Is there like a contest in your neighborhood where people compete and there's a prize who has the best? No, best yeah, decorations. No, no, yeah, that'd like, be a good like, idea. Like no. Howard, in Long Island, there's people that put like twenty of them on their front lawn and they love <laughs> the attention. Like people Idiots. come, everyone comes and stares at it. It looks like a like it's a fire hazard. Like it looks That's like it's. Like a, I don't get that though. I really don't understand why people do that. Like, I don't know. It looks. And I'm not well, there are people who do amazing displays, and then yeah. there's these people. <laughs> yeah, but most of them are overdone. And, and those people who do that pay money to have it all put up and done. Uh, oh, yeah. terrible. Yes, terrible yeah. that you want something that. Andrea, you have the last word. Then I got to then I got to end this fun. Uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. oh, it's a fucking blast. <laughs> <laughs> it is a blast. It is a blast. Oh, my God, this is the best day of my life. Thank you so much. So it's just I love Perlman. You need to put more Perlman on. And I think what that one guy that you hung up on the other day or earlier this morning was trying to say was when you had that fake Perlman on was just brilliant, by the way. But I have to ask you, do you keep Ronnie on just because you like to make fun of him? Or do you really enjoy this sour attitude and this old cranky man? I love Ronnie. Ronnie, to me, I'll tell you why Ronnie is on this show. Number one, I know Ronnie a lot of years. 
Ronnie is the most honest and genuine person I know. There, I said it. The guy wears including his heart. Including me? Including you. <laughs> you have been dishonest. This guy wears his heart on his sleeve. He will tell you whatever is on his mind. And he will honestly tell you what's going on. If Ronnie tells me something, I know it's true. And he's got interesting views. I've sat in the back of a car while he drove me around for 20 plus years. And I'm telling Try you. 30 plus years, dude. 30 plus years. And I was never bored. Even when he was rattling me around and slamming on the brakes. And giving me some attitude and telling me he didn't want to drive somewhere. I'm telling you, this fucking guy is entertaining. And I'm going to keep him on the show as long as he wants to be on it. That's it. Okay. All right. That's it. He pulls the show down so cranky sometimes. Too bad, lady. Just so. <laughs> hey, listen. Listen. I know. What What can I tell you? All hey, right, I Andrew. Saw, um, I saw um, Bubba on Tinder this weekend. Um, scrolling through. He's trying not to be so popular, but he's, because uh, I'm, you know, in the area, obviously, and he's he's out there on those dating apps. He's hysterical. Oh. I'm just wondering. Interesting. What he's, yeah, I thought he had a girl. Oh, Bubba, Bubba's on Tinder? Bubba has a girlfriend, uh -huh. I think. Doesn't, hey, Ronnie, you still talk to Bubba, or are you kind of out of touch with him? Uh, no, I'm still in touch with him, but not, I haven't talked to him lately. I don't know what his uh, romantic situation is right now. Uh oh. Yeah, I saw he has this girl called merch crick and he's yeah. uh i think there's enough uh, love affair going on there yeah, the, yeah they film sandwich reviews together they film like fast food sandwich reviews and she <laughs> she films him doing these things it's disgusting <laughs> well, he eats half his, how's, he eats yeah, how's half his sandwich weight? how's bubba's weight he's obese oh, he's huge Oh, I, I hate that. <laughs> he was he doing well for sandwiches. It's crazy. One bite. He loves food. He loves oh, the food's bite. got him. Oh, yeah, he eats half a sandwich in like one bite. He cuts it in his car, puts a ketchup on it, feeds his dog, shares fries with his dog. It's something else. Ew. Well, I'll tell you what. Dog's you know, obese too. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. By the way, did you match with Bob at all, Andrea? Are you going out no, with him? No, no, uh -huh. I did not. I should, though. I really should. I you should. He's very good in bed, from what he tells me. He yeah. says he knows oh, how to do tricks with said. his fingers and his tongue. Yep. His fingers and, and his tongue, man. And, and, and I'll tell you what about Bubba. Uh, I thought he had the weight thing licked because he got yeah. so fat at one point. He used to have to have his girlfriend or his wife wipe his ass with a towel when he took oh. a shit because he got so fat. And no, then he's he not said that enough. Fat now. He's not good nah. because he got it under control. And then to hear he's gaining it back makes me upset because, uh, you know, we want Bubba around for sure. Right, Ronnie? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's pulling one of those Benji things where you see only part of the face. Like you just see his head and his head is huge. <laughs> All right. Here's a so. fake Bubba to talk to you. Go ahead, Bubba. I'm on the goddamn Tinder now, buddy. I'm trying to get some guys out here to come down, bang my girlfriend to merge, correct? Maybe we get another girl on the deal. We'll do a finger call to sack deal. Maybe pop a little CI. Let's get a little uh, double deal knocker deal. Come on, buddy. All right. Thank you, fake Bubba. There oh you go. Fake Bubba. Ooh, that made my day. That made my year. He's on awesome. Tinder trying to find people to have sex with his girlfriend? Oh, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> Yeah, people wrote in, too. They like fake Mike Perlman talking to real Mike Perlman. Yeah, that was fun. 
Mike, you got to give them a topic. I could get, uh, let me see if fake, uh, let me open this door and see if fake Mike Perlman's here. Well, when they were talking before, they were trying to give you exercise advice. Hey, how you doing, Howard? Hey, fake Mike Perlman, say hello to the audience. Hey, hello, audience. How you doing, Mikey? What's up, Mike? And now, real Mike Perlman, can you say something to the audience? Hello, audience. This is real Mike Perlman. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I wanted to ask Mike about, too? Because I'm always curious is how many fights have you been in? Probably a lot, man. Not really as I got older. When I was younger, I used to love to fight. Yeah. 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 You ever, like, you know, like, how does it go down? Like, I want you to bring me through, like, you know, you ever out somewhere, like, see somebody from the neighborhood or something. And they're like talking shit. Like walk me through like what, how it goes down. It know? depends. Like, I don't know. You're like a knucklehead kid. You just like run into people that you don't like somewhere and you start yeah. fighting, you know, dumb shit like that. Yeah. You like one I mean? time I'm, I'm at this bar in, out in Beth Page. Right. This guy comes up, you know, he's talking shit to one of my boys. So, you know, I just get out. I press him. I'm like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, and then you just fucking drop him, you know? That's it. I mean, listen, someone's going to step to you. You can't back down. Yeah. So yeah. that's basically, you know, that's why you got to stay strong for. Yeah. Oh. I want to lift Ronnie. <laughs> I want to pick Ronnie up <laughs> over my head. <laughs> Fake uh, Mike Perlman. Uh, yeah. Talk about how you would lift uh, Ronnie and what, how you would bench press him. And then we'll let real Mike Perlman talk. Go ahead first. Fake Mike Perlman. Well, I'd probably use Ronnie more, you know, less like biceps and back and everything. I'd use him more for like shoulder press, you know, because I think Ronnie would be really good. You get up high, you take him up, you go up and down. I would maybe do <laughs> two or three hundred reps with him at a time <laughs> to just as a, as a light start, you know. Yeah, what about you, real Mike Perlman? What would you do with Ronnie? I could probably shoulder press him, but if I was going to bench press him, I'd grab him like by his like his leg. And then, you know, he'd be facing up, facing the ceiling. And then I grab him by, like, his, like, I get a good grip on, like, the back of his, like, his neck, like, almost his by neck. his, oh. like, yeah. you know, like his trash. Yeah, that's just what I need. And yeah. I would just bench him. And he'd be fine. He wouldn't get hurt. Yeah. He wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. drop him. Yeah, we could probably, too, if we got both of us, you know, we could use him like a medicine ball. Yeah. You know, I could probably I squat him. <laughs> I could probably squat him, too. Yeah. I just put I him feel- over my, like, I'll put him over my shoulders, like a, like a, you know. Like a sack of potatoes and just squat. <laughs> yeah, well, remember when Rocky, you, well, Mike Perlman's, remember when Rocky was training and he, like, he put like a big stick, or, like he took like a big log and put it over his back and chains and everything. Yeah, and yeah, one yeah. of the Rockies. Yeah. 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 Swing yeah. him around like a, a kettleball. You know, you could do some good, good calisthenics with him too. You know, take yeah. an Eisenhower Park for the day. Get a I got to tell you, you know, guys, like I out. love I love when fake Mike Perlman talks to real Mike Perlman. I got to admit, it is something fascinating about you guys talking about shit. Even yeah. um, so, uh, fake Mike Perlman. Let me ask you: Did you mess with Ronnie's bagel when he, he was in the green room and then left? I swear on the stack of Bible, I did not mess with Ronnie's bagel. And what about you, real Mike Perlman? What do you want to say? I swear on everything. Uh, that I didn't mess with Ronnie's bagel. I, I just, I, it's not something I would do. It's not something I would do. I'm not the kind of guy that's going to fuck with Ronnie's food. I wouldn't want to see Ronnie eat something that's, 
That's you not, already said that. No, no that's, that's, the, that's, that's the truth, though. I mean, what are we gonna do? Repeat, no, I don't want to. You don't want to watch him eating some gross, you know, food. That guy crosses the line. I love Ronnie too much. I do love him too. I love him. <laughs> he's like a role. He's a Ronnie. he's a role model to me. I, I swear is. to God. I, I swear to God. I'm listening to an episode of Tulsa King with Sylvester. <laughs> I told you to watch <laughs> that. It show. sounds exactly like that. You love How that good show. is that show, That's by the way? That's good. It's good. It's really awesome. I love it. Awesome. I agree. I'm with did you on you that, Ronnie. Did you see when he was working? Oh, don't say anything because I'm only. I just started. Okay. I'm only on episode okay. two or three. Okay. Oh yeah, no, okay. I'm waiting every week for a new episode. Oh, no, no, awesome. don't don't ruin it. Don't ask. Don't do any spoilers. I, I hate that. Yeah, Ralph, you uh, you watching great. that? It's good. I was waiting for a few more episodes because I get started on these shows and then you have to wait a week. It sucks. You Ralph's know? right. I don't. That's why I'm holding back on Titans. And uh, like, I love what Netflix just puts out. Manifest. Boom. Bam. It's out. That's it. Yeah. I, stop with the uh, every week. Yeah. I forget. I, I forget. Yeah. But aren't they doing yeah. it on Netflix now with some shows? Yep. It's bullshit. I mean, if the show is great, you wait. But some of these shows are so middling, you, you would watch the you whole You forget season. you're watching them. Let me uh, let me wrap up the two Mike Perlmans, the real Mike Perlman and fake Mike Perlman. Any last thing, fake Mike Perlman, you want to talk about Ronnie's glasses or uh, what you think Ronnie should be wearing or maybe even a non-Ronnie topic that oh, you yeah. two guys could. Yeah, go ahead. You know, it's always, it's always, always got to be a Ronnie topic. But, you know, I was thinking about something, you know. Last month, you know, you were back in the studio with Bruce and everything. And I was thinking Ronnie must feel like, you know, it's weird. Like you're going in and like, like he's not, like he should be there. You know, it's almost like, you know, at the end of the bodyguard when uh, Whitney Houston gets the new bodyguard. And like she says bye to Kevin Costner and she got the right. new guy. It's like he's watching you from a distance. Yeah. You know, he's real Mike Perlman. Like, do you agree with fake Mike yeah, Perlman? I, that Ronnie is, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, when you were when you were up here, Howard, you know, interviewing Springsteen, I, I was thinking about what was going on in Ronnie's head. I said, you know, like well, does he wish he was up there? Does he feel like like does he like cause he's why he, he you know, he's had you back for so many years. Does he does he wish that he was there watching you? Does he have some kind of like, you know, you know, like, like, there's an emptiness that needs to be fulfilled, that you need to be up here and you need to be with Howard and you need to be, you know. Honestly, I, I'm going to answer that for Ronnie. I don't think anything's going on in Ronnie's head. <laughs> I don't really, uh. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, right. I don't think he thinks about it, honestly. I, I'll tell you that. No, I, well, I, I you, did think about it. I did. You did? What'd you think? Yeah. There you go. No, Are these guys I, I, on? Yeah. You know, it, it's, it was weird because I know who was up there with you. I know Joe was there with you. And, right. uh, it, it, it was weird. You know, not yeah. being there, but I'm so used to, uh, you know, it's almost three years that we haven't Since been together been at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you know, right, so, right. but you, yeah. did, you did go in, but I felt like it was just like a visit and, you know, it'll pass and that's it. You know, right. Yeah. When was the last time you saw the last day we were on the air uh, before the pandemic? That's the last right? time I saw Howard. Yeah. I mean, did you yeah. guys ever think that that would be the last time you'd see each other? No. Uh, I no. did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that's it. I'm not seeing him anymore. No, I, I'm, I will. Uh, oh, the real Bubba the Love Sponge is on the phone. Let's see, oh, let's see what Bubba's let's up see to. Let's see what's Bubba. going on. For sure. Bubba you, got a girl, Bubba, you got a girlfriend? Yeah, I got one. Yes, the merch crick. Yes. Oh, I, I told you guys he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. The merch crick. Why are you on Tinder? But I, Robin, I'm not on Tinder. Okay. Like that's oh. like I was trying to. Say, I'd like to see some. I mean, is somebody using my picture and saying that I'm on? Because I'm not on Tinder. Uh, huh. have, is it true? Full of shit when she got on the phone. 
You knew the girl was full of shit, Ronnie? And I'm yeah. like, man, if, yeah. if I am on Tinder, show me the profile, because I'd like to see, maybe that guy's getting a lot of hot ass that I could be getting. These guys are telling me you've gained back a lot of weight, and I'm no, concerned. Well, fucking, they, that's what's bullshit, is they couldn't be, I could send you a picture right now how good I look. I look good as fuck. How much you weigh? Be honest. 291. Oh, okay. I look so good not, as fuck. You're not over 300. When he no, was heavy, I mean, he was fact, over 400 pounds. He was. I, he couldn't even wipe yeah, his own ass. I said ass. to you, I, I said so to Howard, he wasn't that heavy. heavy. I have your email, and if it's okay, I will send you the... Like, I, had a, I, I took pictures this weekend at the tracks. I'll send you a couple <laughs> pictures if you'd like. And you can wipe yourself? <laughs> well, Howard, I've been, able to wipe, I've been able to wipe myself since, like, two, 2002. I've just been oh, celebrating good. that for a while. Are you still taking uh, pills to get hard, or is Merch Crick uh, getting the job done without the pills? Well, um, you know, that's the thing. All you men out there over the age of 50 who won't, who think that you don't need to take hard dick pills, you're just kidding yourselves. <laughs> I do I do not take them, Bubba. And, well, see, uh, I mean, Howard, then you're fucking about a g half as good as you really could be laying it to Beth. If you would take these pills, she would... Oh, God. You never listen to me. You always just make fun of me and keep me down. But you never listen. I really am your friend, and I really like you. And you need to take these fucking pills. That's right. Really? Five million, ask Ronnie. Ronnie, what's the fucking hard dick willies do for you, buddy? I don't take them that often, dude. I take, I've taken them, but I don't take them all the time. Well, listen, he you takes so. daily. You and Howard he, should get on. He takes horny goat read. He takes horny all those. Fun. I ain't no Alex Jones, motherfucker. This is the stuff my doctor <laughs> writes for me. <laughs> oh, okay, Elvis. And, and now listen, five milligrams yeah. of five milligrams of Cialis helps shrink your prostate for better male health. It also really. Yeah, oh. I mean, are you giving out real information? Do you know that for a fact? <laughs> Howard, look, look it up, okay? And then you're going right, to. You're telling me, me wait, I'm being serious now. I'm being serious now. You're telling me if I took Cialis, my my prostate would shrink? Yes, it's good for prostate health. Yes. And it's wow. also good. It's also good for spur of the moment, you know, three in the afternoon boners. That you could probably work on at the end of the day. I get, you know, I, I get, I, I, I banged my wife this weekend and then I jerked off the next day. That's pretty good for a dude my age. I'm hey, sorry. Hey, but, but how hard are you getting? Are you getting hard? I'm hard as a rock. I'm telling wow. you, I wake up, to, I wake up with a big hard on. I, yeah, I wake can, up with. Can you get a hard on like at, you know, three in the afternoon after you already blasted it, like, you know, one? No, no, that well, I see, can't do. That's the difference, Howard. See, here's the deal. The way Howard Stern's doing it naturally right now is right. you're getting that you're getting that good that good hardness that one good session in at you know noon or one or whenever you get home or while you're yard home or whatever fuck. But anyway, <laughs> then you know four o'clock when four o'clock when Beth comes out with that skimpy little nausea you know nausea gimmick and you guys are doing the school gore, school girl you know. You guys are doing the first of all, you guys are doing the cabana boy gimmick because I know you're into that, Howard. You're into the cabana boy deal you guys do the oh, wait cabana a second boy. bubba first of all you're getting hard howie <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but bubba bubba beth doesn't want to fuck me that much like if she fucks me on sunday she doesn't want to fuck me like uh, yeah, three hours later two hours later no she's like that's she enough get hard again that's why she didn't want to fuck uh, she doesn't too. know that oh and why my can't God. you bubba. say negligee what's going on you're, <laughs> you're a podcast this is the second show of the day i get a little tongue-tied I'm a little, you know, I take a few pictures Bubba, here and there. I'm Bubba, do you mind? Life. Bubba, do you mind talking to fake Bubba so I could hear that? <laughs> oh, I'd love to talk to fake Bubba. Yes, absolutely. All right, hold on. Please. It's an honor. Fake Bubba, you there? 
Hey, Howard, you got to listen to what goddamn Bubba's telling you, buddy. Get the goddamn Rattler. I'll hit up Diaco and get the goddamn Rattler. You take 48 Cialis. I'm getting hard as rock, buddy. The 12-finger cul-de-sac deal. Get your meat pump deal. Hey, Ned. Hey, sing the uh, 12-finger cul-de-sac song, Ned. Bubba's got 12 fingers between your thighs. Bubba and the breezy fingers will feel real nice. Bubba's got... Well, between your All right, let me see if I can get a conversation going here. Real Bubba. Yes. Um, hey, no, let fake me Bubba, think. listen, fake Bubba. Listen, here's the deal. I just want to understand, fake Bubba. You, and I want you to answer some questions, fake Bubba. I'm asking you some questions, and I want you to answer them as honestly as you possibly can, living in the world of Howard. You ready? Fake Bubba. All right, here's the deal. You're going to ask the deal. You're going to ask the question. I'm going to answer the questions for you right now. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Bubba's going to ask Here we questions. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So if I'm so good and Howard even recognized that I should be in the Radio Hall of Fame and I'm already liked by a lot of his audience and him and I are friends and you even emulate me by doing things like why the fuck are I working? In, why can't Howard get me a job at Sirius? That's a whole goddamn deal, buddy. That's why I'm telling Howard, you got to come. You got to listen to my goddamn show. We're doing shock the balls. We're doing shock the puss. We're doing shock the ball, shock the puss. Why the hell can't we get goddamn Jennifer Witz on the no, deal? we're not get doing any of that shit. We're, we're not doing any of that shit. We're just talking about doing good radio. I got a Jewish girl that works for me now. I got, I, 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 I mean. Hello. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, I, I didn't know Jewish, that. I got a How fake did you Bubba. make sure she was Jewish? <laughs> fake Bubba, do you have a Jewish girl working for you? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Not hey, only I is got my, a, I got a Jewish girl, I got a Muslim girl. Not Come only, on. not only is my co-host Jewish, but she she was born in the in fucking Israel. Yeah, fucking wow, yeah. you're kidding me. A merch went prick. all the way Anna, to Anna, Israel Anna, to find too. a Jewish girl. Hold on, Anna, Anna Hummel, yes. meet Howard Stern. Shalom. Hey, Shalom. Well, yes, hello. Hey, Baruch Atah Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaAloma, Shebach HaBana Mikol HaAmin. What do you we think of that? Communicating prayers, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just said, "What the fuck are you doing with Bubba? Right. Get out now immediately!" <laughs> 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 uh, I got Jewish yeah. girls, I got Mongolians, I got Hindis. Come on, how are you not getting us on the goddamn deal? I know you can talk to freaking Greenstein and Witch. Just get us on the deal, buddy. Get me on a deal, Howard. I mean, the last thing you do in radio before you fucking go away is say, "You know what? I'm going to give my man, my friend, another chance." Bubba, yeah, Bubba always thinks. Over. Bubba thinks You're I run this joint. Yes, and I'm the, yes, the, yes. Let me see. Jennifer Witz is on the phone. Let's uh, Jennifer, would you give Bubba a show, please? Oh, listen to me, Stern. I'm loving this, Bubba. We need Bubba Health Radio on Sirius XM. That's correct. You do. Not. <laughs> Not. I mean, you need some help with Pandora. Put listen me on Pandora me, or something. Bubba, uh, listen to me, Bubba. <laughs> All right, enough with this. Bubba. Hey, Howard knows I'm, I'm too real, so he cancels the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba. <laughs> Whatever, Bubba. <laughs> I love Howard. Howard knows I bring the shit. He loves it. <laughs> Bubba, I love you. I'm glad you're not Which one uh, is heavy. That? Is that the fake one or the real? No, I got rid of fake Bubba, and I think I'm talking. <laughs> oh, okay. to, I think this is the real Bubba, I believe. <laughs> It is. By the way, Howard, listen, honest to God, swear to God, honor friendship, I'm telling you right now, if you would go to your doctor and say, hey, how about a daily dose of like five milligrams of, of, of Cialis, what does right. that do? And he'll say, you know what? It helps, re it helps reduce the inflammation of your prostate, and it gives you better daily erections. What's what, me, what the fuck? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with that? Will he well, stop uh, waking up in the middle of the night to pee? It will decrease his waking. It will, it will t take that down 50%. 
Wow. If he pees, if he never... pees four times a night now, he'll pee once or twice. Wow. I've never and heard that, hard, Bubba. And, and again, hard, I got to look into that. Cock. A hard I don't know, you know, cock. <laughs> I love I love Bubba, but I don't take medical advice. From, I got to go. Uh, no, I'm going to talk to my doctor. But yeah. promise me as a friend that if indeed you do talk to your doctor and he says, you know, Howard, yes, that's something that people do do as they get age gracefully. Yes, you will at least give me credit, Howard. I will. Uh, and I want to thank Dr. Love Sponge for uh, <laughs> giving us medical information. Uh, all right, Bubba. Listen, Bubba, I love you. I'm glad things, you. I'm glad, I'm glad, uh, you sound great and I'm, I'm happy about you and, uh, Merch Crick, uh, finding love. I like glad that. Glad you're not I, on Tinder. We were worried. I, right. I was and if worried about that. got me on Tinder, then show me the profile because I love to fuck with them. Like, be like, take me though, you know, like stop fucking using my likeness, you know? If not, I'm going to be Howard Stern. And hey, we all congratulate you on the Jewish employee. A lot of people, yeah. you know, Bubba's from, uh, you know, he's a bit of a redneck. Is that important? Did she say, <laughs> look, Bubba, I'm Jewish and you've and got the job. I'd probably still be there at that serious if I had what I had a Jewish co-host back in the day. <laughs> You know, uh, oh there you go. People can get along. I mean, whoever thought Bubba would have a Jewish uh, sidekick? That's uh, quite. It's crazy. Email. It's wild. Is it, email. Is it Kanye, email. Kanye starting up something. You can work for him. Yeah. I mean, that's I why All right. I know. Hold on, Howard. One of the reasons why you fast tracked yourself to the top is because you had a great co-host. A great That's true. Email no, really. For, I mean, I know how radio works, and Robin really accelerated and helped take a lot of your sting away because like oh fucking hours you're like you know do you know his his, his co-host is an african-american woman who is fucking smart as shit oh who's african-american <laughs> is that okay no, i mean well, yeah yes that helps let's say let's just say that i fully <laughs> recognize that working with robin has absolutely only absolutely you'd be shit without robin i didn't really mean that's that. right I'm just I agree. I agree. All right, Bubba. Thank you. I love Ronnie, you. That's all you need. Robin and Ronnie. Fuck everybody else. Don't forget Fred. All right. Thanks. Thanks, that's Bubba. Right. We need Fred. Hey, hey. I love Fred too. I'm most scared of Fred. More importantly, Howard, ask your doctor about that, and you might be writing me. And I'm sorry. Thank you. Email. I think Bubba works for Cialis. I'm pretty sure I think he's so. a paid employee. I think he's got part I of will tell you that. I can tell you. I can tell you a dirty little secret if you got two minutes. Yeah. Uh, uh, D. Snyder, when he came down, when I was on Sirius XM, D. Snyder came to my show and I had a big case of it because I was good friends with a urologist. So he gave me Cialis by the cases and uh, D. was like, I can't get this shit in New Jersey. Can And I go, well, I take, take a whole fuck. He took a whole case of it, like 3,000 pills. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that. I will ask him statue of limitations like nobody's gonna get us in trouble for that shit please no i mean listen uh, i'm sure if he took it he only took it uh out of curiosity he, he, he was so masculine he yes. <laughs> there's no way that guy that guy's in some shape that's all i'll tell you oh, no no uh, i mean but, um, but even the in shape guys like harder dicks howard that's what you gotta right. understand Fair enough. All right, Bubba. Thank All you. Right, Bubba. Bubba always had, brings it. He always brings the A game. <sighs> Thanks, Bubba. Robin, Get Robin, uh, thank yeah. you so much, Robin, for being so cool. I only wish Robin had been Jewish, too. If, uh, <laughs> if only well, that I mean, I could convert. I, it's I not a black Jewish woman. I wish Robin yeah. would erase me so I could have waxed that ass is what I really <laughs> All right, Bubba. All the best. There's Bubba. Bubba, give yourself a plug. Where can people hear you? Um, you well, On Tinder. 
on uh, on <laughs> so just just go to my YouTube channel, the Bubba Army. That'll just you right. know, put you at different places. There you go. Uh, Everybody, check out you. Bubba on the Bubba Army. All right, thanks on YouTube. Okay, Bubba. There he is. There's our man, Bubba. <laughs> Says a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got wow. to check out that uh, promotion of Cialis. It's uh, going to help your prostate health. I don't know about that. I do want to say to to end the show, I am sorry. I feel sorry anyway for all the women on Tinder who got their hopes up thinking they had matched with they Bubba. They were talking I to know. Bubba, yeah. Right, right. Wow, huh, Ronnie? Yeah. That's unbelievable. Jennifer Witz wants to talk. She's a little calmer now. Uh, what did you want to say about Bubba? Where the fuck is my door dash? Bubba's late. <laughs> oh my goodness jennifer 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 good point good point oh my god anyway um hey if you haven't seen it watch the uh interview with bruce springsteen now on hbo yes. max uh it's kind of fun and, it's on uh, demand and on different channels of hbo because yeah. i keep you running bet. into it yeah. yeah, Robin's running into private parts. She's running into. Uh, I had a whole Howard Stern themed weekend. Because <laughs> she can't get enough of it. Uh, all right, Ron. Thank you. I like the glasses right. for what it's worth. I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not opposed to them. I like. Now, the can we trust you? Are you always telling the truth? Never. I told you I don't tell the truth. <laughs> I'm honest about that. All right. And uh, and Mike Perlman, thank you. I thank see you. you're top of your game. You and Ronnie make a good team, actually. It's oh, fun yeah. To yeah. You're not mad at him, are you, Ronnie? Oh, no. No, no, no. Just lose his number, right? Oh, all good. <laughs> all good. Oh, I'm going to see him soon. You are? Yeah. We're going down to Vegas? We'll figure something out. I got to see him now. I'm going to, you know, you got to get in you early. You got to get yeah. in early with Ronnie. You know, all right. You got to what? You got to get in early with you. You got to book you early. What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about because you never, you're never around. You never, you, like, you know, you always got a whole. Yeah, thing I'm 2,600 miles away. Moron. When you're in New York, you always have Moron. something. You know, he's always on the way to some like race, a rodeo, or something like that. No, know. not no. Not that, what are you talking that's about? That's what you dude. were doing last time. That's here. You going? Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm not going to Vegas. Yeah, no, you're not, not going to Vegas. You're waiting for Ronnie to come to yeah, you. Yeah, I asked him before. Gonna, I asked him this morning. You got to come halfway. for the holidays, and he, you know, no. he said no. He said his family no. doesn't want to see him. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, this I know a group wants to see you. A group of guys, Jason, JD, Blit, Will, they're all going out to see Ronnie later this month. A lot of people are making the Is trek right? to see Ronnie later yeah. this month in December. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah they're all here for a couple of days. They're all expecting some kind of wild time with Ronnie, but you know, well, Ronnie don't... will provide. Yeah, maybe you ought to get in on that. I go. Who? No, that's okay. Oh, my Mike. I you don't want no. Mike there. Do you mind if he comes no. along or you? No, who needs him? Let him stay you home. You don't. Oh, stop. You're it. really upset with Mike. No, you're not. Are you really upset he with can me? Stay home. Let him stay. Are home you really with mad his at kids. me? <laughs> stay home with your kids, brother. <laughs> All right. All right. I see all the pictures. You, 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 you stay home with your kids. I love you. Oh boy. These guys, I said, what are you going out to run? Santa with? Claus said, and, you know, I said, so good, I, said man. The, I said to the guy, he's a family man now, Ronnie. You look like yeah, Santa Claus with that vid. <laughs> oh, I don't have a beard, dude. <laughs> whatever that thing is. Yeah, whatever you could that do a Santa Claus. You, might, you could be, yeah. you could pull off a Santa Claus. He there, could man. get some extra money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be like a little side gig. Yeah, I sit on the corner with a bell. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. I can see you doing that.
All right. A bunch of the guys are going out there. I said, what are you doing out there with Ronnie? They go, oh, we want to pay our last respects. I go, cut it out. What? He's going to be around a long time. Cut it last out. Respects. Yeah, they're all, yeah. all making jokes. It's all the right. last respects tour. Of yeah. Yeah. Shame yeah. on you guys. Yeah. All right. Ronnie, I love you. Mike, love you. Robin, of course, you, I love you. And uh, and everybody have a good day. And uh, 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 goodbye. Yeah, tomorrow's Bye. another day. <laughs> another day. Bye. <laughs>